0: Take three from Tuesday night, E3 2015, almost live from the Howard Johnson in Koreatown. The mics are all finally working, I hope. My God, what a night. Uh, So, all six of us are here, starting with uh, the guy that you didn't hear last night. We apologize for that technical bullshit. Hello. It's Andy. Hi. He got to see some weird shit today. Yeah, saw lots of stuff. Yeah. I'm excited to hear about some of it, though. Pigeon dating simulators. Not uh, Michael. First motherfucking
1: MJC. Hello. I had one daiquiri, so.
0: one daiquiri. Yeah. So loaded. Yep. Just like the other guy, Josh Langford.
1: Hello. Hi, Josh.
0: Oh, Hello. now you're gonna be all demure and not laughing your ass off at the stupid Hello. shit. Yeah. Uh, that was not stupid shit. <laughs> and probably that was the awesome. drunk, probably the drunkest man in the room, Emra, who had these guys all went to a party tonight where they were drinking. Dave. Yeah, and I hate to be the one that cut Emra
2: off.
1: Yeah, I took <laughs> I took, took Emra's ticket. tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, God. Still had tickets, man. Uh, you can have
0: it. Well, How did you get so many tickets?
2: Or did they just give they you gave a ton? Us three? Tickets I took them person. from everyone. And, else? Wait, he I got drunk, drunk made on the three tickets. Of, no, he got five. drunk on like five tickets or six tickets. Oh, he took
3: tickets from everybody. I was else. driving,
4: so I gave him my tickets. <laughs>
3: oh, he was an wow. enabler.
0: Yeah, Andy the enabler It's all my fault <laughs> Alright, so it's pretty late tonight Let's let's uh, cut with the shenanigans a little bit Yeah, right uh, And get down to it So I think I'm just going to go around the room We're going to hit one at a time And talk about what we saw wow. today Wow Well, I think
3: that's the best way to do it in the... Go ahead, wake me up when you get to me Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: <laughs> So, well Andy had something early We didn't really know what to expect with this uh, And it was this whole thing that we've heard about With Shinra oh, yeah. Technologies And this new, it's a streaming service, right?
4: Yeah, kind of. Explain okay. it. So it's like it's a cloud computing service, okay? That they're doing. So it's kind of partially streaming, partially cloud computing. Because it's like the way they explain it is basically they'll make a game that's like an MMO, and the entire game world and all the characters are on their supercomputer, and then they're streaming the service or the the experience to each client. All
0: right, and and we won't uh-huh. get t- we won't get too deep into th- <laughs> we won't get too deep into this because he's going to rate this up and we got to discuss it more, but. I guess uh, that's where the disconnect happens. Like, what is the client? Are they are they saying it's going to be kind of universal, where they're going to have a client on a, a tablet and on yeah.
4: a PC? It sounded like they were looking at being on consoles and PC and tablets and all that kind okay. of stuff. But it's currently only in beta in Japan, and then I guess there's a beta coming later this year here. Yeah. But even is. then, they're not completely sure like what their platforms were and everything. Did they say the city they're going to do it in because I know what it is. Oh, they didn't say. They just said somewhere with fibers, because the guy the guy asked what was the latency gonna be like, and it's like, oh well, we're rolling it somewhere with fiber, and we're like, okay, that's good for those five people.
0: That's well, that's what not about true. The rest of us? It's, it's a lot more. But uh, I guess I won't say the city, just because I don't know if I can or not. But uh, what the plan is right now for the beta, for the first phase of the beta, uh, just because I've been actually helping these guys out for the last couple months, uh, is to go with. In areas that have fiber. And it is more than just one place nowadays. There's They're actually rolling out quite a bit. Because uh, there's more than just Google Fiber now. I mean, yeah. uh, I think even Josh... Don't you have fiber? Or is it all cable yeah. still? Yeah. No, it's fiber. So, it, it, basically, to, to boil it down right now for the, for the sake of this podcast, is it sounds like it's kind of their version of a PlayStation now, but it's not... Just PlayStation games. It's like games that they're going to offer, like MMOs, and that sort.
4: Yeah. Well, they they had three developers in the um, thing, and they were all talking about games that they were developing specifically for the service because they could take advantage of the supercomputer. Right. And they were basically the way they put it is instead of building the game to the box, yeah. they can build the box to the game.
0: Yeah. So it, it's it's again it's like on live It's it's like PlayStation Now, but. It's their platform, so it's yeah. you know yeah they're not hosting yeah. a bunch of games on it. Um, okay, cool. Well, I mean, you'll write it up, and, and mm-hmm. there'll definitely be a lot more information. It was it's kind of weird that we got that invite because it's like, oh, you were, I think we were the only actual gaming site in there because it was all like Engadget gadget and everything. Else. Yeah, <laughs> but, it but
3: it was it was probably James. It was because it. I've actually yeah.
0: I've literally been helping these guys for two months. I've been yeah. helping them with some stuff, so that's why I know what cities. <laughs> so. Uh, all right, MJC, your first game today. Oh, you fuck! He's gonna go for an hour.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just for my first appointment, I have five games that I saw. But yeah, uh, we'll, we'll go. We'll,
0: we'll just do one right now. We'll yeah. just kind of because I was with him for the first game and it was fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, uh, it's called Mother Russia Bleeds, yeah. and it is an epic, ultra-violent beat 'em up. Yeah, uh, it's really cool, like great uh soundtrack and the soundtrack was awesome it's a uh, like glenn made the uh the connection of like it's his bum fights like he said like <laughs> bum you bum fights you you play like the world has been completely taken over by like mobsters so everything sucks and you are actually bums yeah you're homeless, homeless people. people yeah so you're just
4: kind of like farting around
0: well no you're, you're you trying to fight back
1: against with these corporations and, and stuff like you have like syringes that you hulk up with and like get your health from so why isn't it called streets of la <laughs> oh i almost wanted wow, to like <laughs> burn yeah. uh yeah no it's ultra violent like some of the it's moves that they crazy. have to do like like the female character she like literally busts balls when she knocks people down yeah
0: well you can hulk up basically i, I uh berserk they call it Berserk. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. and uh like you can go you can dash toward a guy and grab him and like you do the whole backbreaker thing, but you literally break his back in half, and um, you can do this. It's really cool. Like they said that one of their inspirations, obviously, like Final Fight and Streets of Rage, yeah. and, and that sort of thing. And those games always had kind of simplistic controls, you know, punching, jumping, etc. And a special move. They've really expanded things quite a bit, so you can hold down the attack button and you can do like this really powerful punch. And it was cool because when we found out that you can move while you were kind of charged up, yeah, yeah, that was crazy. But the, one of the levels they played. <laughs> Jesus, oh, God. it was like in this S and M bar, and like there was a gimp, and then there was this. It was effed up, but awesome game. I, like, I loved it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I did too. Like I told you, like one of my first gaming experiences I can remember is playing Streets of Ra- Streets of Rage. Yeah, so yeah. like playing that was great, and it again, it's super super violent. Like, the bum fights, they made me laugh, because I know automatically people that have seen bum fights, like, I was hoping for Bling Bling DLC, if anyone <laughs> gets that reference. Uh, I wanted to make that to them, but they were all Russian, and I just feel like that would have just, like, threw off the whole thing. Well, the
0: developers weren't Russian.
1: We're, uh, well, they were uh, French. They, oh, French. Okay, sorry. Yeah. They they, they had the wrong flag then. out oh, They had all these flags out everywhere of oh, yeah, their country.
0: So, Devolver sets up in a parking lot across from E3, and yeah. it's all these Airstream trailers. Yeah. And they have the demos in these Airstream trailers that are all air conditioned.
1: Yeah, and then it's, they have the country's flags in front of them. But they, it looks like they rearranged it a lot because a couple of the the tra- uh, trailers I was in had the wrong sign. Oh, jeez. So it was kind of weird. Like, am I supposed to be in there when they're like, oh yeah, yeah, we just yeah. we wanted this one because the light lighting's better or whatever. It's like, yeah, uh, no, the game looks great. Like, if you like beat 'em ups, uh, four players, they said it gets like crazy. With four players, because it just yeah. adds more enemies. We were having some problems where, like, th- they do like crazy stuff with the lighting, so it was kind of hard sometimes when, like, the like there was a point where, like, the lights were just constantly flickering in and out because it's like a nightclub with like gimps and stuff, and <laughs> yeah, it's pretty intense. It was,
0: I, and the thing is, I, I really didn't play it too much. I played. I grabbed the controller over his hand at one point. And uh, but I was watching it, and so then I got to see all the stuff in the background. It was just fucked up. I mean, it, it was demented, but it was. I loved it. I fell in love with that game in like in two minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it like has great style. Like the music's great. And yeah, it looks nice. Music's excellent, and the art artwork is just really well done. Yeah. So and and, it, and like artwork that's really fucked up. Yes, it is. Yeah, Josh. Yes. What was your first thing today, you son of a bitch? Uncharted
3: 4. You son of a bitch. Uh, what I saw was Neil Druckmann playing. Yeah. Uh, what we saw last night and then continuing on. Yeah. For about the same amount of time as like what all... we saw last night. Damn it. Yeah. So. I swear I'm going to have them sneak me in somehow. So what we speculated about last night is true when you're coming down that hill and you're driving all over and there seem to be other paths you can take you can take those other paths and he made a point of taking some of those other paths uh clearly he took some of the same paths and at first i'm watching it and i'm like change it up man Change it up (laughs) because it felt like it was the exact same thing and it almost felt like it was on rails because it was the exact same thing as the previous night. But then all of a sudden he took a different turn and he went down this road and a bus careened across the road and hit a car and blocked off the road and sully was like well now what do we do <laughs> and they was like well wait i can go back this way and he drives back down some other side alley and he's like what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing and he goes right through a plate glass window He <laughs> oh, comes out the front of a building and back into an area that you've seen before so you can see you can go other pathways there all those other pathways that we saw that he was avoiding, you can go down nice. Um, so he got through it, got to the bottom, he was chasing. he you know he got his grappling hook, got up there, he went through that wall of, of stuff. Dude. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll spoil it. Well, because it's probably going to change in the in the full game anyway. It probably will, yeah, because that's what they tend to do. Yeah. So he comes through that wall and then he hits the water and he's like being dragged through the water. Then they get over the bridge. Then he's being dragged through the mud. Holy crap! He's being dragged through the mud and and there's a jeep next to them like. Hey, he's being dragged there, and they start shooting at him. So you're being dragged there, and then you have to start shooting at these guys sh- as you're being dragged through the mud. You have to pull your way up the rope, get up on that thing, shoot a guy. Then all the guys on the on the Jeeps and, and motorcycles that are following you are shooting at you. That thing catches on fire, you have to jump off of that. The next one catches on fire, you have to jump into a Jeep. That catches on fire, you have to jump onto a motorcycle. Okay,
0: I guess I I take back what I said about the Tomb Raider demo and how it was just (sighs) ridiculously, like, she's always in peril, because that's insane. No,
3: it gets crazy. It gets absolutely crazy. So, on and on and on and on and on, he finally catches up to his brother. (laughs) And this was a funny thing. Uh, Nate's in a Jeep. His brother's on the motorcycle. He catches up to him. He's like, hey. He's like, hey. And they both at the same time, get in. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, get in. (laughs) And then are arguing about who should get where. Nice. Um, While they're being chased. Yeah, while they're being chased and shot at. That's awesome. um, Yeah, it's, it's pretty spectacular. So that whole thing ends in an amazing explosion of adrenaline and kaboom and haha And like every action movie you've ever seen, like, wow. <laughs> and we all went, holy shit. And the camera, you know, the whole scene goes dark and we're like, people applaud. And then the scene comes back up again and it's, they're meeting at some hotel and we're like, Oh, <laughs> holy shit. So we see a little bit more and they made it this hotel. And, um, we start to get into, I had to write this down. Uh, what they were looking for is this place called Libertalia. Okay. Which is a legendary safe haven for pirates. Uh, a place that they, f- they founded like on an Island somewhere and it's where they all got together and they all kept all of their treasure Oh, okay. in this one place. So it's this legendary, it doesn't exist. It's this mythical place and they're explaining it. <laughs> and Sully's like, all right, so when we get to this communist pirate place, <laughs> it was really funny. Um, and they walk into the the room. They're like, yeah, it's not a problem because the whoever, the bad guy, he doesn't even understand. what it, He hasn't figured it out yet. So we'll be way ahead of him because Sully's like, he's got the same information. Like he has no idea. He's like, we got it all set. And they walk into this room. And they're like, uh-oh but it's not what you think. I don't know if I should spoil it. Nah, don't do it. All right. But they walk into that room and and Nathan Drake is like, "Oh, no." And you're like, "Oh, fuck." And then the camera turns and you see what it is and you're like, well, "Wow." And I won't spoil it. Nice. <laughs> but it was it was pretty badass and but, something happens and yeah. the scene goes dark and that's but all Seriously, we saw.
0: folks, don't worry about him spoiling stuff because <laughs> Every single time that we have seen yeah. a, uh, a Naughty Dog game demoed, when the game comes out, it's different than what we've seen. It is different, Every yeah. Every single
3: time. Yeah, that whole thing we saw at E3 yeah. for Uncharted 3. 3, yeah. We saw it and we're like, oh, okay, we know what this is. And The, plane, then,
0: the, the, the airport.
3: Yeah, and then when it happens in the actual game... You're You're playing it. it, You're playing it. Oh, I know what this is. Yeah, and oh, I know this part, and then all of a sudden it's different. And you're like, wait, what the
0: fuck just happened?
3: (laughs) (laughs) They do that on purpose every time because they want to show it to you, but they don't want to spoil it, so they change it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this will change most likely.
0: All right, let's get Emmer talking before he falls asleep. Oh, wait, wait, Oh, wait, 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 wait. But one more thing.
3: One thing. One thing that got me, and I, I didn't see it on the screen last night because I don't think it was crystal clear enough on that projection yeah. Yeah. on that big wall up there. While we were sitting there and I was watching it, they're in the Jeep and they're cruising down that hill. And people at home probably saw it and may have noticed it, but we didn't. Um, they're in the Jeep and they're, they're cruising down that hill. The shirts are going like this. They're like flapping with the wind. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they're moving and all that stuff. So there's all these little teeny tiny details that as I was watching it, I was like, holy It like it made it so much more realistic. All the all the wind and everything was affecting their shirts. At one point he drove through like a laundry line of clothes. Yeah, And it was dragging the clothes, and the clothes were flapping in the breeze, and then they flew off at one point. One of the guys I talked to after said, you know what? We couldn't get that right forever. Really? <laughs> it took forever to get that right. It just never looked right. It never worked right. And just before E3, we got it working. Yeah. Um, he's shifting gears as he's turning, you know, is he's I going saw down that. those tight turns. No, you know, I saw that. All, all the little, little teeny tiny details are in there already. And it's, it's one of those things where if they don't have those, if you spot it, you're like, ugh, and it pulls you right out of it. So they're working on all of that, on the little teeny details that will keep you immersed in it because your eye will catch it, yeah. you know, if it's not there. So it's... At this early stage, incredibly impressive. Awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, it's got, kind of, I mean, Exciting. it's
0: 2016. We got a ways to go. Yeah. So.
3: It's amazing. I man, by the time it comes out, oof.
0: And once again, I hear from people like, I can't believe they got that that good for 3 because I saw it like a month ago and it was nowhere near that.
3: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Those people are nuts. All right, sleepy sleepyhead.
5: Oh, God. Uh, first. Game that I saw today was called <laughs> A Relativity. Oh my god! What's that, Swick?
1: Oh no, it's the Chicago guy. Yes. Yeah. The His what? Name is? Chicago guy?
0: Oh, the Chicago yeah. guy. Is that what he goes by?
1: No, no, no. It's it's <laughs> a, the nickname is- I I dubbed the guy I never <laughs> met. Did,
0: but but you're the Chicago guy for us,
1: uh, for us.
0: But I'm, you're confusing me now. I'm getting I'm old.
4: Um, so now we have Chicago guy, Cardigan guy. Cardigan
1: oh, God, Cardigan, Cardigan, Cardigan guy's guy is an exhibitor. If you're listening, don't wear that tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's his little costume for his whatever he's exhibiting. Oh. I should have looked him at, for him at the Indicate. I bet you he's over there. He, it,
1: no, he was in the exhibitor uh, area. Emra said.
0: Oh, okay. Emra, so yes.
5: What was it called uh, again? The, the Chicago man's real name is Willie Chur. All right. I guess C H Y R is his last name. All right. And. He had started this game called Relativity all by himself. Okay. And for two years he worked on it until it got picked up by the Indie Fund. Is that Jonathan Blow's thing?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, That's Indie Fund. It's Jonathan Blow and um, Kelly Santiago.
5: So he mentioned to me that those two really liked his game. And he's got two other programmers on with him now. Nice. And basically the game is like a kind of like a puzzle platformer, but it's first person. Oh, shit. And you have... Like if you're, you're inside of cubes or like six-sided rooms most of the time, and you can change gravity to either surface. Okay. Okay, so, and it's color-coded. So if the floor that you're on is red, you can flip the entire room by making the wall the floor. Okay. And maybe the right wall is blue. Colors don't change until you flip it. And the, the left wall is green. Oh, okay. Maybe the ceiling is purple. So that's how you kind of keep track of yourself.
0: So, like, what's the what's the goal? Is there, like, a door yet to try to get to? Or are you trying to put pieces together in a certain way? Or yep,
5: You're picking up blocks of the same color. And okay. you can only pick them up when you are on that color, gravity. So uh-huh. if you need to move a red cube to open a door, you're only going to be able to pick that cube up when the floor is red. That sounds maddening. It is. It is, and everything looks like hand-drawn, almost like drawn to death type notebook stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, kind of looks like that, um, and it's like it just gets more complex the further you go. Though I got out of like the first room that I started in, and you can just see just endless little paper places. Sure. And everything you can see, you can go to. So it almost kind of felt like a notebook full of No Man's Sky. Oh. But with okay. nonstop puzzles. All right. Um, yeah, it's a little hard to talk about unless you're hands on with it, but he is targeting 2016, and it's probably going to be a PC and a PS4 game.
0: Probably.
2: Yes. All right.
5: Wasn't sure on a lot of deets.
0: Okay, cool.
2: Dave, what'd you see first today? Uh, do you want to do what I saw first today or what I saw Oh, last night? yeah. Let, let's go
0: over what you saw last night. Okay. And as they're looking at funny pictures. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Dave. Uh, after the press conference last night, after the Sony press conference, is that your creepy picture? Yeah.
3: Josh took. I didn't take. <laughs> or no, yeah. Somebody, uh, who was it? Tony Weebo. All right, yeah. So we got to talk about this quick. This uh, is, right, you very saw it, quick, didn't quick. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on Twitter, I, I creepy. I was I was walking through. I, I skimmed through the Sony area and everything, and as I'm walking back, I saw GameSpot and uh, kind of funny. And all that. And as you walk past, the way it's curved and everything, you can't, you can see cameras and all, but you can't see the stage area. And I walked over and I kind of peeked in towards where the stage area is to see what was going on there. And I saw Greg Miller and Colin and all. And I was like, oh. And I turned and walked away. About an hour later on Twitter, somebody had. Was apparently watching it. <laughs> I didn't know that it was live at that point because it didn't look like they were doing anything. Uh, there's a screenshot of me peeking in the background. Creepy <laughs> so so shit It really does look funny. It looks creepy. That better be the banner tonight we and it to make says, a new banner. I should make a ba- a new banner. I will. You,
0: you might. I mean
3: that. I will. Yes, yeah. because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> we need to put that on the forums too. I mean, it's funny as hell. But it's Tony Weebowo caught it and it says, uh, it was at PJF, Josh, I see a creeper. (laughs) That's so fucking funny. That's awesome. Yeah. It's really good because Greg Miller has his head down. He's looking at something. He has no idea what's going on. And I'm in the background just like, "Uh, (laughs) the master needs. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. It's good.
0: Awesome. All right. Now, Dave, I'm sorry. No,
2: that's
3: fine. But it was worth it, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it so, last night, I'm sorry. It'll be so, worth it when you see it.
0: Yeah. So, Dave uh, actually got on the bus right from the Sony press conference. Was whiffed. Oh, wait. You, the funny thing is, you didn't get on the one for the for the event. And the and after you left, this guy, you know where we were standing right by the doors? This yeah. guy was
2: walking around with a sign. Of course. Yeah. Which so, would have made my life like ten times easier than walking around that yeah. block twice.
0: So, so anyway. So, uh, Dave... Got to go to this event. It was an invite-only event, pretty small for what it sounds like, uh, to actually get your hands on
2: with Black Ops 3 multiplayer, right? Yep. So tell us what you saw. So they went through, um, like, the first half an hour was uh, in the theater-style setting, and they went through the, kind of like what their goal is with the multiplayer this year. And then after that, we got um, time to play it, and then I had, um, and I still don't have his name um, because I didn't listen to it, but then I got, <laughs> I got a chance to sit down and ask some questions, which I think I'm going to have to do, when I get some more of the single-player stuff, I think I'm going to have to do more of a joint piece because the stuff that he, I, I got a roundtable with one of the developers, For uh, Black Ops Three, yeah,
0: (laughs) my little boys all grown up.
2: (laughs) It wasn't prepared for it at all, but I winged it really, really well. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Um, So the the main focus of this version of Call of Duty with uh, Black Ops Three, their multiplayer, is continuous motion and guns up. So we all know, or anybody that's played any kind of Call of Duty, if you stand still, you die. Like, it's just the way it happens. So now that when you're traversing or uh, mantling over things, railings or barrels or any part of the environment, you can you can aim down the sight, sights while doing this. You can hip fire while doing this continuously. It's always about having your gun up. They, I swear they said the phrase guns up that I thought I was actually watching that game. But that's a Sony San Diego game. <laughs> um, there's, you know, like, it, it, they Synergy. were pretty clear on saying that, like, this is different than Advanced Warfare, and it's not a mech jump. Like, there's a, you have a what's called a thrust jump now. Oh,
0: gee, give me a fucking uh, break. Plus wall, wall,
2: wall, or, uh, well running. wall running, too. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so, like, there's a lot of things. Like, there's the there's the jumping where you can, you know, you you press X and you jump, and you can press it again. And you can get another solid, like, a, a, a substantial burst out of it. Wait, you mean a double jump? <laughs> like they said they're not doing? Yeah. <laughs> And then you can also like you can feather the button, and you can you know go over larger larger areas to, to jump across, um, and then everything they want you to do they want you to chain everything. So they showed like a you know a person running and you know jumping over a banister, and then doing a double jump, and then you know doing into a power slide. Cause there's there's sliding going on now, and you you have a meter that you know does it's either your jump meter or your slide meter or whatever it is, and so it was just. You know, Wall running, you can you can stop running on the wall, you can jump off the wall for a second, do a 180 degree turn like that, and jump right back on the wall and go the other way. Nice. So okay. um, it was just... And the maps that they have, that we, the the couple maps that we got to play on, it's very conducive to wall running and jumping they and are continuously just, moving.
0: They're continuously trying to make this just a constant motion and so twitchy. Mm-hmm. It's going to get to the point where only like... Eighteen-year-olds are going to be able to play. Yeah, it, there
2: wasn't they, you know. It, and again, like as I'm getting exposed to more and more first-person shooter things, like they referred to a couple times of like, eh, when you're ADSing, I'm like, what is ADSing? And it's aiming down the sights. Oh Jesus! So, <laughs> I was just like, you know. It's, so a couple of those things were you know interesting. The guys are very very passionate about their game, though. They they those guys love what they're doing.
0: Well, I mean, Treyarch has become kind of the A-team, So
2: yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other aspect that they're introducing to it is get crap for this comparison, but it's similar to Destiny's PvP.
0: Oh my god, you would know that! Right.
2: <laughs> You're building um, your special ability. You have a, a special weapon or a special ability and there's six six specialists that they've revealed now. There are nine that are planned and supposedly nine that are planned for launch. Yeah. But we'll see how that goes. There are six that they revealed uh, or two more that they revealed this week and w- on top of the four that they showed At a a reveal event a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Each character, um, which would be, you know, I would uh, uh, equate this to your class. Like when you when you pick a class, uh, each character has either a special weapon or a special ability, Um, and you pick those before the match even starts. So you you can only pick one: the Mm. weapon or the ability. Um, And there's things like. I don't have everything in front of me but like the one guy has like gravity spikes where he's got two things in his hand and he stabs into the ground and which we
0: saw that in the, causes, in the video you saw actually
2: you saw all of them yeah because when they were talking about everything and they talked about all of the the players or the specialists and their classes or their abilities. Then they show the trailer, which was the exact same trailer we saw at the press conference. Of course, you know, which w- but it showed all the abilities. It made way more sense to me after everything they explained. Okay. So like that was um so it, th- there's a there's a there's a post on the website that I've gone through and I've broken down each specialist and what their special weapon and their special ability is and what it does. Um and you do not lose this charge yeah. when you die. Yeah. Um once it's activated and you deploy it and then you die you're done like it's if you didn't if you you hit l1 and r1 and if you get your kills you get your kills if you don't you don't um the one that i think is a little bit ridiculous i can't remember the the person's name it is but it's something called glitch where he essentially throws a trip mine it looks like at a wall Mm. and he goes past it and he starts shooting and then it activates and it teleports him back to where he was that's
0: the kill we saw where he kind of he came yeah. in behind a guy and stayed. Yeah, yeah so.
2: that one I, I looked at. It and I'm
0: like, that was cool. But uh. yeah.
2: there's a couple of them that like there's one I can remember that you know you shoot a lightning bolt into somebody and it uh, generates a, a field like almost like a like a static field around them and it yeah. kills anything within a certain radius of them. Um, but obviously, if you get kills, it. Um, well, I think it, I think it's, it, it's that evolution of
0: the kill streaks or score streaks or whatever they want to call it. Just it
2: just doesn't. Yeah, it, it is. And but the the kill streaks don't affect how this charges. It'll charge faster if you get more if you're getting kills. Sure. And you know, like there's I think there's a, a multiplier in there somewhere in the in the scoring equation. Um, but so like there's all of those, and then um, you can one of the things that I guess I didn't realize that didn't exist, but apparently you can use all your weapons and all your abilities in the water, fully submerged.
0: They did some of that in Black Ops too.
2: Yeah, with yeah, all weapons, everything. Obviously you'll run out of you'll run yeah. out of breath after a certain amount of time and you'll start yeah, taking boy. damage. But um so they they did that and it it worked. Uh the the of uh, you know the multiplayer that I played, you know the se- 7 to 10 rounds of multiplayer that I was able to play with the different classes. They give you a different feel. The bow is really cool. There's a bow with exploding rounds. Yeah. Um, you know, so like that that stuff is all interesting. Um it's definitely the customization is out of control. With a, they have something called a gunsmith now. Yeah. Um, that it has like 64 layers of customization on the gun. And well, they've got that,
0: they've got that whole paint workshop that E3 yep. even. So, yeah. But it, is all this in your article?
2: Yes. We'll leave it there then. Let, let people go to the website and read up on that stuff. <laughs> but I mean, did you enjoy it? I mean, it, yeah, it definitely wasn't one of them that I like, you know, like there's a couple times that I've played Advanced Warfare or I've played, um, Ghost and I just wanted to after like two or three rounds just put it down and walk away. <laughs> well, I Ghost was that bad. Yeah, I didn't find myself like getting frustrated with it. It does give you moments of power without yeah. throwing the balance off in the game.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, my first one was a game called Hollow Point. We've heard a little bit about this with Stuart Gilray because Stuart is actually uh, his company's handling the PS4 port of the game. Uh, I'll go over it real briefly because I know he already went over some of the stuff, but uh, it's kind of interesting. It it's like this. 2D combat game, but you know in counter Spy, when you come up to cover, and it flips to that 3D view, it does that. But you also have guys on the 2D plane as well, so you have you have to keep switching in and out of it to keep shooting. And there's special abilities. There's insane an insane amount of like weapons to use, and and actually weapons have their own upgrade tree, and uh, you know you can get but there's an upgrade tree for it in terms of like the guns themselves have abilities, but then you also have like adding a new scope and, and all that stuff. I mean there's a lot there in terms of upgrading and I think he said I don't have the recording in front of me or you know, in my ear or whatever, but it, I think they have like 20 prestige levels. It's just ridiculous. Um, but it looks great. It was fun. Uh, once I figured it all out, I had a lot of fun with it. I was playing it's online only. so I was playing with a guy next to me. We were on PC. And uh, it was fun. So I'm looking forward to see how it is on PS4. uh, Because the aiming and everything was with the mouse. And I'm really curious to see how they're going to handle that on PS4. Maybe we'll have to talk to Stuart more about that at at some point. But it was neat. Um, I'll probably have a write-up next week on it when we get back. But it it was fun. I I enjoyed it. And uh, it was better than I thought it would be, honestly. So, yeah. Andy? You were busy yep. today, so you're gonna, we're going to have a lot of Andy tonight.
2: Can't he just repeat everything we didn't hear last night?
4: No. No, because he had all the good stuff today. Uh, so my next appointment was uh, Magic Duels. The, the, the one you demanded from me? Yeah. not doing that, this. Not that anybody here probably would have done it anyways, because I don't think I don't, no. anybody else plays Magic. No. But, yeah, I was pretty interested in it, because um, they uh, took a year off PlayStation, and uh, I guess they made some changes last year that were... Good and bad. Um okay. So I was kind of interested in this one because uh, the big thing is they're going to a free-to-play model. Oh, they yeah. um, So yeah, it'll be a free download, and they were claiming several times during it that you can earn everything in the game without paying for it. Um, obviously, I'm I'm sure it'll be slow yeah. and tedious if you really want to <laughs> a month-long grind um, to go one level. But uh, it was it was really interesting because they're the the. Ones that were on the consoles before, the Duel of Planeswalkers, were definitely an entry-level product, like, compared to Real Magic. These were very low-level. They didn't have all the cards. They didn't have um, certain types of cards, and uh, they're kind of changing that and bringing it to a little bit higher level while still trying to make it easy to learn, because the the guy liked to... He used this example several times where, um, you know, puts his hands out, this is all of Magic, you know, how to learn it, and... We're breaking it down into here's a little chunk, here's a little chunk, here's a little chunk. So he was talking about um, that's probably a good idea, though. Yeah, the, I mean, way, the way the game people to play. Yeah, the way the game gives you tutorials and stuff. Um, the first time, for example, you see a certain ability, it'll just say, "Oh, you haven't seen that before. Do you want to do the tutorial for it?" And then it'll drop you into a challenge and then where like, they no fuck you instructions. <laughs> well, so they drop you into a challenge where you can learn about that thing, and you have to use it to beat the challenge. And then if you These challenges, you get the currency for the game. So Ah. they try to entice you to do all of them. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So it was pretty interesting. Um, I had some good questions and uh, grilled them on uh, magic stuff. I got to see some cards from the new set that isn't out yet, that haven't been announced yet, so I can't talk about the cards, but I Uh did get to see them and that was pretty exciting. Nice. Oh, look! (laughs) A new card! So I might try to do a write up for that at some point. Damn right, you're doing a write-up
0: for it.
1: <laughs> All five of those Magic fans, I'm kidding. Michael, next one from Devolver. Um, okay, so this one, it was uh, hands-off, okay. so it'll probably be brief. Uh, it's uh, it Shadow Warrior 2.
0: Yeah, which just got announced, what, last week, I think, finally?
1: Uh, yeah, they they released the trailer for it last Friday. It's mm, a lot of wang. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I reviewed the first one. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, and I liked it. I gave it a like a 7 7.5 or something like that. Um, I had like questions in my head based off the review and in the introduction the guy pr- answered all of them. <laughs> of just like m- one of the problems I had with the game it, w- it felt like a corridor shooter super linear. Right, right. Uh, that's gone. It's open-ish world now. Oh nice. Uh, so huge open areas where uh, so the, the story is going to be told through NPCs that you find throughout the, the world. It's not like a complete big open world. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, pretty open. Uh, so multiple paths. Okay. Uh, you can do stuff. A um, uh, problem there used to be where uh, you would just go into areas and it would be waves after waves of enemies. Am I okay in levels? You're good. Okay. Uh, so it'll just be constantly, you'll just walk into a room, you'll get a bunch of waves after waves, and now they've improved it to where fights are going to matter more, uh, so that you're not going to just walk into a room and deal with, like, a mini horde mode. Uh, there's, you're going to run into a lot more stuff, um, to help with, uh, games being repetitive and, like, give the game replay value, they're doing, uh, random levels, They're not... Oh, so they're, like, going to procedurally generate them? No. uh, They actually did a pass-through, basically, of the levels by the developers, so the levels make sense. Okay. Yeah, so the way they said, it's, like, it's procedural, but it's not because, like, some things will be basic, but they had to keep it to make sense with the, like, story being the NPCs and stuff, so it still has to make sense. That's interesting. Yeah, so like the no one's game will be the same in terms of like uh, Dave can play it and his game took place during the day. Mine could be at night. Andy's it could have been raining. So little stuff like that, or the building layouts will be different. Weapon drops everywhere. <clears throat> that's actually kind of cool because that keeps
0: from people like writing a pretty definitive guide on it. That sort of thing.
1: Yeah, and that's what that that's what they're hoping for. And also because like some people will just be like. My story was broken because the procedural yeah. generation messed it up. Yeah, so. that
0: makes sense. I mean, that's been one of the biggest problems with that procedural stuff, so.
1: Yeah. Um, it looks like drop in, drop out co op, they mentioned in the trailer for co op. Cool. Um, cool thing is, you don't have to stick with your co op buddy.
0: So. Uh, that's going to be great because nobody ever sticks with their co op buddy. What do we always see in Destiny? See ya, stuff! As he's 10
1: miles from you already. Um, uh, so all the players are going to see themselves as Wayne. <laughs> uh, nice. uh, you'll see him as a like a random ninja. Okay, but he'll be Wayne, and he can still do his story stuff while you guys are both in the world because you're all getting the story through uh, like just the NPCs that are around. Right, right. Um, so it looked interesting. It was hands off though. Um, a lot they changed a lot of like the mini boss stuff where uh, the bosses will be a little bit different based on how you kill them. Like there's one boss that he killed it a certain way. And little creatures came out of it. Ew. And then there was another one where it's same type of boss guy. He killed it, but he made sure to kill it away way that the little creatures didn't come out. Okay. So there's, like, different ways to tackle stuff. Interesting. Uh, they added vert- verticality to it, so you there's, like, a lot of parkour stuff now. Cool. In the world. It, it looked like a complete, like, improvement over, like, Shadow Warrior. Nice. Uh, one. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, that's really all it. It was, it was hands-off. So Sure
0: sure yeah
1: josh
3: yes next disney infinity
0: oh god mm. <laughs> i've heard this story 10 times tonight yeah you have he he's been telling everybody it's awesome so
1: look what i got look what i got
0: yeah yeah what it's did awesome. you get what don't don't pick oh. it up they can't hear <laughs> you. Oh. you you do know that this is audio nobody can see you what I'm shut
3: up. no all right um, keep it brief i am brief uh Their booth is amazing.
0: Yeah, it is cool. I walked by it today.
3: They have a whole section set up to the art of Disney Infinity, which it's just two walls of sketches, all the concept sketches. And then once they got the concept sketch down, they were comfortable with it. Then they did uh, a 3D printing of it. Right. And they have the those initial prints those those initial models basically of all these things and you can see the different poses they they tried out before they they got it right for right. each of the characters uh so they're raw characters they're just in the initial color of whatever the the junk was yeah. <laughs> in the 3D printer um it's it's pretty freaking cool to see um they have all the Star Wars uh three of the Star Wars sets, play sets, uh, out there to play on the floor. Uh they have a whole new vehicle thing going on.
0: Okay.
3: Which will be sold for nineteen ninety nine. But it includes I forget how many tracks. Um it's like nine or ten tracks with multiple races on all of them. And that's all it is. Is it's it, just really? straight so, racing. Yeah.
0: Just rate So 20 bucks racing. gets you racing.
3: Racing. Okay. Just, just tons of racing. Oh, is this the
0: one you were telling me where you put Darth Vader on a...
3: Yeah. Okay. The, one of the parade float things from the... Uh, Main Street experience? Main Street. Yeah. The big one with the big circle on it and everything. Yeah, that's one of the cars. Yeah, I, I put Darth Vader on top of that thing and <laughs> raced him around the uh, the Sugarland uh, Express, whatever it is from Wreck-It Ralph. Okay. The you know Sugar Rush, Sugar Rush, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sugarland Express is a movie. <laughs> I was gonna say
0: that's an old Spielberg movie.
2: Uh, yeah, Sugar Rush. Um, Aren't to you the dad track. with kids and the twenty-five or twenty-seven-year-old without a kid? Just Disney referenced you. <laughs>
0: hey, wreck yeah, Ralph no. is awesome. Yeah, Wreck-It Ralph's amazing. Yeah,
2: wreck yeah. Ralph star. is awesome. Um,
3: yeah. So that's i when he said it. When he said it's twenty bucks, I was like, uh, and then he told me how many tracks and all the all the content that's involved in it. I was like. <sighs> Actually, that's a good price. Too bad. (laughs) Um, And it's weird because it's similar to the playset pieces, which are clear plastic, uh, essentially. Right. Um, But it's shaped like the power discs, uh, but it's raised up a little bit. And you put the initial power disc down for the vehicle or whatever it is, and you put that on top of it. Okay, and it figures it out somehow. It this just sounds knows. like the Sega Genesis
0: power, Tower of Power. Yeah,
3: it's it's crazy. Um, Sega CD, Sega Genesis,
0: thirty two X. Yep. Game Genie. Oh no, Sonic, uh, Sonic and, and tails, and then Game Genie, and then
4: yep. <laughs> and
3: and the other thing they have in there is um, I took pictures of all this. They have a wall of community developed screenshot. Of community developed levels, which are unreal. Stuff done in the toy box. Yeah. Just staggering in nice. their complexity and bigness and detail. Um, and then on the other side, it's five guys, their five biggest creators, much like Little Big Planet. Every challenge they put out every week, you know, build something like this. These guys were always there, and they were always building amazing shit. Yeah. They hired all five of them. Oh, wow. And that's their job now is to build amazing levels. That's like those
0: Lego master builders they hire.
3: Yeah. that's Yeah, so they did this, and they they highlighted them there in the booth um, with, like, an actual picture of them with, like, a giant pixel facial screenshot of... You know, why sort of, of them. Why can't somebody like make
0: a podcasting game and they can hire Josh
3: <laughs> It's yeah, amazing. It's cool. it was really cool. So the whole booth was just badass. Tell everybody what you got. Darth Maul. Yeah. Yeah. And when
0: well, did he come out? In like November?
3: November. Yeah, November, December, somewhere around that. So you already have it? Yeah, and
0: you, but you can't play with it. You can't use it. Yeah,
3: <laughs> because on the back of the box it has 1.0, 2.0, red X, and then 3.0 green <laughs> check mark. <laughs> yes.
2: so, so yeah, told you. So on that, eBay. That's interesting. So will I guess will 1.0 and 2.0 work on 3.0? Yeah, but yeah. not anything that comes out for 3.0 won't work on anything prior. Right?
3: Well, see. It's backwards compatible. Take that, Xbox. But but that's the thing. I I, I don't know exactly how it's going to work. Because
0: um, that
2: one you have will not work on what you have at home right now. Yeah, correct.
0: Well, it's because it's a new character, and it, they haven't added those characters to Yeah, the character doesn't the exist. Right, so he won't have any levels. Not without right.
3: a patch or anything like that. The way know, you explained if it if they just do now, too, Dave, is the way it works in Skylanders. But, yeah, it's the it's same, same way it works okay. in Skylanders, yeah. So... Yeah, I have a character that can't be used right now. Honestly, <laughs> man, but
2: it's it it on eBay. It's going to be I... out in
0: November. You can buy it for a lot less. And you're going to sell it on eBay.
2: Honestly, Somebody that's listening, make Josh an offer. He can't refuse. I'm no kidding. Might. <laughs> I just might it's a collectible. Do it. Ben Palmer where are you?
1: Yeah, it's kind of a collect- collector's edition right now it until is.
3: November. At the moment, yeah. If if you weren't at E3 and you didn't go through this whole thing or go through a media appointment, you you can't get this right. Um, they gave me a choice. When I was done with my booth appointment, they said, okay, because when I walked up to get all set up for this, I saw in the back a wall of these things, and I went, wow. <laughs> and the guy was like, ah, when you're done, maybe you'll get one. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I came back at the end, he's like, okay, you can get uh, sadness. I think it was yeah from the new movie from the new Pixar movie that was the other thing they have they showed off the uh, the playset for the new Pixar movie
0: yeah
3: it's Little Big Planet cool with those characters it it really is and I mentioned it to the guy and he's like yeah yeah I don't uh, know what you're talking about. that's the one with all the emotions right the character yeah. with the emotions yeah yeah, all the characters. yeah. I can't remember the name and right now. and the cool thing is. Inside Out?
1: Yeah. Inside Out.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside Out. Ding, 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 ding. And the way it's set up, um, and this is a new thing they're doing. Uh, This is actually unique and kind of cool. The initial play set comes with two of them and the play set, of course. And then if you want to buy the other two, you buy them. Um, But in that level, uh, you know... If you don't have all, even if you only have one of them, you can get through the whole thing. There are areas that you need to access with the other characters. So if you didn't buy them, what you do is you hit a button, and for 15 seconds, you can switch to that other character. The one you did not buy. First taste is free. Well, yeah. So for 15 seconds, you can use it to go through and grab whatever you need to grab. And then you switch back to what you were.
4: Mom,
2: mom, those 15 seconds were great. I got to oh, have it. <laughs>
3: but it's a way to to actually get through the level and get all the hidden stuff, get every last thing on the level without ever having to buy any of the other characters. Which I think is a pretty cool idea. Yeah. You don't have to. You can do everything. You can find all the hidden stuff. You can get all the hidden stuff. And you only have to buy one character if really that's all you want. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, I, I thought that was a pretty spectacular idea. Um, nice. So, yeah, I, I was very happy with it.
0: Cool. Yeah, yeah, you've been talking about it all night. Yeah,
3: it's, this, the Star Wars stuff is awesome. It is pretty cool. Awesome.
0: Yeah. We oh my were gosh. Uh, talking to Meredith Molinari tonight and... We were kind of nerding out about it. And then yeah. I said, but
3: it's got Star Wars. And she goes, yeah, I need to buy that. Yeah. I, I played as uh, Ahsoka. And, uh, dude, I, I beat the fuck out of General Grievous. It was awesome. <laughs> 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 it was so cool. It's so cool to play because you, you got lightsaber and force powers. And fuck, it's awesome. Nice. Such violence
2: in an E for everyone
3: game. I know. No kidding. E10, I think.
4: Oh.
3: Yeah. I think. I think. And speaking of E ten. Something was E ten. I don't remember if it was that one or another one, but I think it was that one. Alright. Emra, my next appointment.
0: <laughs> oh my god. He's been his head has been bobbing like
2: crazy. He
1: just put off an Undertaker move right now. Wow. This like rose yeah, up. Yeah, he just rose
2: right it. up boom. And his face is like the same color as the bedspread. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Was with in dreams.
0: Yeah, so this is a VR title, right? Yes. Now and what they, did you see it on? Oculus or
5: I saw it on Morpheus. They actually had Morpheus set up. Yep. I also saw some. I also watched uh, PC Monitor as somebody else played it on Oculus. Okay. So I got to see both. But the developer said it's almost identical on both anyway. Okay. Um. So, this was the first modern game I played for VR. Uh, what last do you mean year, modern, you know, like not counting all that stupid shit in the nineties. All the all the beta shit from last <laughs> yeah. last year. No, no, the counting that. Oh, okay. Because I played the assembly last year, and yeah. it was cool to see the progression in, in a year, and it was like <laughs> completely different. They're on Unreal now instead of Unity. Really? Yeah. So they had an engine swap there.
0: It's probably a good idea because I've heard Unity has been working or uh, hasn't been working as well as right. uh, Unreal. They're going to come out for launch
5: window on. Oculus, Morpheus, and whatever that HTC thing is.
1: Uh, the HTC is the uh, V I V E or V-V-E? Well, isn't that
0: the one that's in that, partnership with Steam?
1: Yeah, it's the the it's called yeah. like the, the like v- Ant VR or something.
0: Or? Uh, They're no, there too. Y-
1: yeah, okay, okay yeah. No, but I think it's uh, it's spelled V I V E, something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's the one where you have to hang those two big
0: things in your wall right now.
1: Yeah, I think so. It's silly,
0: anyway. So it looked much better. Um, I was excited to play it.
5: I got in there. I was strapped to a gurney, and I was looking around with the head tracking, moving around, and it was fantastic, and then I got sick. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Again? Yes, yeah, I can hear Did that one get
0: you sick last year?
5: Mm-hmm. I can't handle it, man.
0: <laughs>
2: I don't have the physiology. And you
0: a VR thing tomorrow?
2: Yeah, don't worry about it. I'll be all right. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Hopefully, you're recovered by the morning.
5: Yeah, no kidding. So
2: most hungover of the time... <laughs> in
0: VR. That's going to be awesome.
5: Most of the time, I'm okay until it, you start to, like... Accidentally move the camera with the right stick and not your head.
0: Oh Jesus!
5: And that's when you feel it. So then I said, "What if I close my eyes while I'm moving my head?"
0: Uh, that kind and of defeats the, uh, the purpose. That was
5: bad. That was like spinning a damn circle. Oh my god!
0: Because I would open
5: my eyes and I had no idea where I was. You sure you're not talking about twenty minutes ago? <laughs> that could have been it too. Sure as hell felt like reality.
0: <laughs> you sure as heck
2: ate that burger without getting dizzy? Oh boy! And
1: then had immediate <laughs> sadness when the burger was gone. <laughs>
2: I didn't even put nah. that thing down, man We sat anyway. down at our next appointment He's like, I can't do it, man I can't do these head helmets So,
5: um Jesus. The game itself is about <clears throat> Like a big conglomerate Like Google or something like that mm-hmm. um, They have these secret operations Under uh, a Nevada desert And they're doing all this horrible shit to people And you get to play it from two different perspectives So, yeah. from one person in captivity Down there And then the other perspective is like a scientist. You get so, to play as one of the scientists? Yeah. Oh, I'm not doing anything. Leave me alone. So then, you know, I had to stop after a couple minutes because it was getting really hot and I pounded a bottle of water. I was breathing. <laughs> I was breathing in one of those brown bags. <laughs> oh but, God. Was it a virtual brown bag or a real one? They didn't tell me. Okay. But, um. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, so oh then. God. I got to see, I got to go out of the room and watch the other guy play it on the um, Oculus.
2: So.
1: I, I want someone to now develop like a virtual brown bag for the game.
2: <laughs> I just want to know if he had to go in a room called like, you can't handle this or something.
5: No, they do not have that. handle the truth. <laughs> they said it was 20 to 30% of people who get sick, so.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. It's a high I'm rate there. I don't, I don't hear about that with other anything else. I think
2: it might be, this is their game. They wanna, <laughs> maybe they want to fix their shit. We'll find out tomorrow when I play some more stuff. Oh boy! So, like, if we make you like spin around on a bat and then put the hell on, on you, what's going to happen?
5: Blah. Oh man, <laughs> I'm going to puke before I get it on. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um. Anyways, the game looked cool. So after that first chapter, where you're just kind of being wheeled on, um, on like a what do you call that hospital bed?
1: You said a gurney a earlier. Gurney. You had it earlier. Yeah, yeah.
5: So after you are being wheeled on that, uh, you, you get you got to play a different chapter. Where it was like a, a murder mystery at a dinner. Okay. Um, and you got to kind of talk to all the fake guests. They were like mannequins, and they encouraged you to lean in and bring your head closer to the screen so that you could see how much detail you could get from it and how cool it would it would okay. make it closer yeah, to yeah. you. And that's about the point where I lost it. <laughs> but, um so then you could
1: some cool shit happened after that, yeah, but yeah. you
5: lost it. So then you could touch the mannequins, and they would play you a recording, and then it was up to you to figure out, you know, who the who the murderer was, kind of like Clue. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So we don't really know um, how good the detail is. I, get game to, see, was, I get to see Emer in every VR thing. After like a minute, he just puts his finger. Up. Ah, I got it.
1: Hold on. We need to get a spotter uh, for him. Uh, can't uh. can't do it. Dave, here's a helmet. That's <laughs> right. Finish it. Finish it.
0: I'm gonna
5: wear one of those motion sickness bands on my wrist. <laughs> um,
1: get some drama me in the morning. Yep. Get a little bracelet. Do not VR. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
5: So, the other guy, he was kind of pushing through it. He told me later that he was sick, too, but he just what wasn't acting fuck? like it. Um, but he ended up solving the murder mystery or whatever. I don't know. I didn't care. I was going to throw up.
0: The guy's so- wife did it. Jeez. <laughs> oh,
5: so, um, the guys, the developers and owners of the company, they're really cool. They talk about not having the proper controls for it because they don't know what the controls are going to be.
0: You yeah. Know? I mean, everybody's kind of doing... Motion controls, kind of like move. I mean, you have to have that no. spatial control, and everybody's got their own solutions for it. So, yeah. I mean, the Steam ones look a lot like Move, actually, except for they don't have the, the glowing balls on them. But right. uh, the, I still think the uh, the Oculus one is just bad. But. He
5: did say there would be some sort of comfort options when the real game launches, right after the loading screen. Like he talked about. You could probably stare at one area and maybe teleport there, and that would help people from ah. from the motion sickness. Is there, yeah, is there, is there an anti regurgitate setting? <laughs> or they would they would uh, they would stop the right stick from working completely so that you could only use the head tracker or well, something. Well, that's to, how it should be, really. Yeah, yeah, something to help people.
2: All right, Dave. Uh, so I got to hang out with Deep Silver today, and nice. I got to play uh, Mighty Number no. Nine. Um, <laughs> well. Yeah, it to be honest like the, you know, full disclosure as like they're like I was checking in for the appointment they're like okay, there's a TV over there. I was like okay. Oh, I mean, but yeah. Yeah, so it's, and again it's my first it was my first ever like appointment. So sure. like you know, and part of <laughs> <My software>. Yeah. <laughs> so part of the some of the issues that I had with it is like I didn't really, you know, like the, the screen I sat on already was like in a level where somebody had died. And, you know, so then I kind of was trying to figure the menus out and the whole game was unlocked. Like everything was unlocked. Every level was there, (laughs) all the power ups and everything were there. So, but then the first level is the tutorial level and it, you know, it shows you, uh, like playing the game and it, 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 the game looks great and it works. Um, I just, I'm concerned about the power switching when you, you know, get more powers. Um, and how it just wasn't explained to me how some things work okay um, and one of the things is you do you know you you have a shoot button and it shoots out your projectile and it you know kills an enemy and then the enemy glows like kind of like pixelates into a color right and you have to dash into them to to finish the kill and you get a percentage of absorption you get from that based on the color um And each one of the – like it's a speed burst or um, a power burst or a shield burst that you get. And you can actually have all three of them at the same time. And these little icons show up above your head. And you can also um, absorb more health. Okay. Uh, However, the biggest thing that I have the problem with is when you absorb health, it shows up on your uh, health bar as like an icon. And then you actually have to stop the game and use the health. So like uh, that's something I – you know, I'm not always paying attention to my po- my life meter. Yeah. Especially when you're playing something where you're trying to be very timely and precise. So I think that that was a, and there wasn't I didn't really see any great indication of when he would be hurt, like near death other than if you weren't moving, he kind of would do that like hunched over like heavy breathing thing. Sure. So like that I had a little bit of a problem with and when you burst through an enemy that you kill, you get combos and then you also get per- like I said a percentage and I think that's the the amount of Power that you absorbed from that robot that you killed. Okay. Uh, that wasn't really explained to me very well at all, how that works or how you can... Because I find it very hard to... I guess in my mind, if there's combos, that you, sh- your goal would be to chain it together and to make bigger combos. Sure. And I don't see a way that you could do anything like more than like a 5 or a 6. Well, the enemy spawning rate yeah. wasn't high enough. Um, the... Whole premise of Mighty Number no. Nine is he has eight other brothers and they're like Mighty Number no. Two and they refer to him as Number no. Three and Four and it does have. Um, Didn't they do that in Mega Man where they had a different number on their heads? Right. Yeah. Uh, it's something. It, it. It is. I mean, as most of us know, it is essentially Mega Man. You defeat a boss, you get the power. Yeah. He just can't yeah. use it because Capcom right. his Capcom ones. Right. Depending yeah. on certain, you know, like there's. I'm sure there's going to be a, a particular order that you beat bosses in, and you know that people will figure out to this does more damage to that one. Um, I, I am not a fan of the, like I said, of the, uh, how you switch powers. You use, like, uh, I was on an Xbox controller, but you essentially use L1 to bring up this drop-down menu, and then you use L2 to cycle through them, and you initiate um, the power-up by hitting, like, triangle. And that, that'll, your character will change into uh, Beck, as I believe the character's name, and he'll change into whichever one you selected, and it has that ability, like the propeller throwing and things sure, like that. Sure, sure. So, um, I mean, the game, it, it looks fun. It's it, The platforming is really its its really unforgiving. If you make a mistake, you're dead, and you go back. Oh, of course. Um, and it does have, quote-unquote, true game over, so you have, like, three or four lives, and you go back to the beginning of the level. Oof. So, um, <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still on the fence about it. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, are you a Mega Man guy, though? Uh, i played a lot of Mega Man and stuff like that. It's been a very long time. so. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a Mega Man guy, so... (coughs) I'm not one of these guys that can beat Mega Man in, like, 22 minutes, but... Yeah. Uh, All right, my next
0: one was... And I'll go briefly on this one, obviously. Uh, My unannounced title A was uh, The Last Guardian. So it's the stuff that we saw last night at the press conference, but... They also showed about ten minutes before it. Uh, so again, I'm not going to go too long, but basically, uh, the kid runs into this into this room, and there's all the saturated light and everything. They're doing fully volumetric lighting, and you know you can see the particles and the lighting and everything else. It, it looks stunning, like uh, a lot of blades of grass, and how the the lighting was actually touching that. I thought it was cool. Um, but the 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 beast, who's actually called. Trico That's what we were told today uh, Which we were One of you guys mentioned It was not the project name for it Originally uh, Trico So there we go um, And Ueda son actually Was the one that did the demo too So that was kind of cool um, But it was just laying there And you could kind of tell It was in pain and, and the kid climbs up on him And there's two Like wooden spears Stuck in him So the kid goes up there And he yanks both of them out and that's, I think that's kind of how he gets befriends this this beast. Uh, went through some other stuff where it, it got up and it kind of moved around a little bit. And there were these little barrels. He was throwing the barrels at uh, at the beast and, uh, or at, the, at, at Trico. And uh, and it was eating those. And, and then the kid, like, you had to go through these other things and, and open up a gate. And, and then it came out to where we saw the demo last night. Uh, It was cool though He was doing the camera A little bit differently And um, So we were seeing things From other perspectives Uh, The one funny thing was Toward the end Of the demo When he jumps um, That last jump he makes And and the You know The uh, Trico misses him And the kid grabs The 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 tail You had to miss the tail Because you actually Have to hit a button To grab it And he missed it And the kid just died (laughs) So they're like, well, you see, it's not a, it's not just some pre-rendered cutscene. It's you know, so I mean, it, it was really cool. Um, I still, you know, the visuals are neat, and I like the fact that it's a much higher frame rate than we probably would have gotten on PS3. Uh, I don't think it looks like a true PS4 game, and a lot of people I think are, are kind of agreeing with that sentiment right now. But you know, if it looks like an HD remaster, I'm fine with it. I, I, I would rather have a higher frame rate and and. It looks great. I mean, it still looks like a great game, and and the fact that they can get that kind of emotion, like you attach to it emotionally as much as as you can without anybody talking, anybody doing anything, I think is is pretty special. So I was impressed with what I saw. Like I said last night, I'm sure we're going to see a lot of game writers totally shit on the game, but whatever. So, Andy?
4: Uh... And we thought Emmer would be the first man down. Check so, Twitter. <laughs> after that, um, I went to Focus Booth and I saw a game called Technomancer. Okay. Um, Wait, so, Technomancer? Technomancer? Was that on your calendar even? No, I was supposed to see a game called Divinity, and I didn't end up seeing it. I don't know if they got me mixed up or something, but um, <sighs> yeah, right. I, it ended up being actually pretty interesting. It it kind of reminded me like of The Witcher, um, but like future of the witcher. Okay. Uh, so the guys, the developer was there and he was um, talking about it and he kind of showed a timeline of his other games. That I'd never heard of any of them. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, this is set in the world of this other game. And I'm like, cool. never heard, never heard um, of it. But I guess it's, it's set on Mars and um, like human, humankind has, has gone there and colonized it. And then some big event happened with the sun that cut them off from the earth. Yeah. and people evolved all kind of stuff. So you're playing as a technomancer who can, like, control electricity. Um, and, oh. uh, so it's an RPG. You got um, your normal kind of like action RPG stuff where you you can change stances, you can upgrade your skills, all that kind of stuff. They had some um, pretty ambitious sounding like quest ideas. Sure. Um, things that'll change, um, you know, the factions that you join or the quest lines that you get. Um, your companions can help you out, and you know you might get a companion at one point that opens on some new area, things like that. So it sounded pretty ambitious, and what I saw was kind of interesting. It was pre-alpha, so uh, a little rougher on the edges. But, but is, I mean, is is that the one that you said is PC only, or is that one probably? Uh, that one's console. He was actually he was playing it on an Xbox 360 controller, but okay. off of a computer. Sure, sure. Um, but it it they are targeting uh, PS4, Xbox, and PC for that okay. one. So well, at least that that's good. Yeah. Um, so it looked pretty interesting. Uh, keep an eye on that one, I guess. All right.
1: MJC. Oh, just to close the loop, uh, Shinmu is at 2.8 million.
0: Yeah, we were looking yeah. at that tonight at this at the Sony thing we were at. That's insane.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: I was giving them a lot of kudos for doing what they did for that game because they had no stake in that. Although. I think they're going to get some benefit out of that one. So,
1: yeah, cool. Okay, um, so the next game I saw was actually one of the the games Devolver announced along with uh, <laughs> Mother Mother Rusher Bleeds on uh, the Sony stage, and it was a uh, Ether. It's E I T R. Yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, it's a small like two man team. Yeah, um, and it's basically it's an isometric like dungeon crawler. And it looked pretty cool. Um, yeah, and it's uh like, like I, I I hate when like I'm in an appointment and like I compare a game to a game and tell the developers that. Yeah. But I was like, this game reminds me of he's like Demon Souls, Dark Souls, and I'm like, yeah. And uh, the reason so is like, it, it felt like there's like a certain challenge to it, and it's very uh, like animation heavy in the attacks because you know how you have to learn yeah. you know each creature you face, you know if you're gonna get anywhere in those games you need right. to know exactly how to tackle a thing um, and it felt very much like that um, you move really uh, slow stuff like that because you have like armor weapons and stuff like that okay
0: <laughs>
1: okay oh, you he changed your jacket I was like why did he do that Oh
0: god. I was gonna say it's warm in Arizona here. Arizona guys. We have the air conditioning on. I'm yeah. cold. Seventy degrees, what? I need a jacket. Just like at the thing tonight. It was beautiful outside and they're like, Can you turn on the heaters? LA. How did you even know
2: to bring that? Huh? I just had it my car. Dude, that's the minus, that's the sub seventy five jacket, man. <laughs> sub
0: seventy five jacket. I remember going to CES way back in the day, like in the early nineties, and we go to Vegas in January every year and I'd be walking around in shorts and a t-shirt like this. It'd be beautiful outside, and people see people with, with jackets. Oh no! Oh wait, no, that's nothing.
1: nothing.
0: Sorry, extra extra cable. Okay, but false alarm. We actually had people on a corner one time say, "What are you guys from Wisconsin or something?" We're like, yeah, it's
1: beautiful out Insane. Anyway, back to e- Eater or whatever. Yeah. Um. So it's very Dark Souls, Demon Souls, like like as like when when like with the combat and everything like that. That's really distracting. I Even did. though it's super quiet, it's really distracting. Josh we won't mention is, it Josh yet. Josh is asleep. Yeah. Josh, tell us about Skylanders. <laughs> that is fascinating, Josh. Okay. Leave him alone. Okay.
2: Um, I just wanted to put the mic closer. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> <He's
1: up. laughs> he just popped his head up. I'm fine. He's put an emerald <laughs> after we couldn't get the door open for an hour. Uh, anyway, sorry. Um, yeah. Like uh, when you saw the trailer in a game, like it's super dark and you just have like the light that's on the character. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. The art design's really—it's <laughs> hard to catch right now. What was I talking about? <laughs> art design. Art design. Um. So the world's like really dark, and because of that, everything is really dangerous around you. Uh. So sound design is very key to everything because you'll hear the enemies like in a direction, and you'll need to know like. That growling is that type of enemy. Do I have the ability to do that right now, or sure. do I have to go into another path? Um, and so you'll basically you have to learn how each uh, enemy is going to attack. And okay. if you want to like know safe paths, you need to know like I know that sound. I don't want to deal with that sound. Okay. Uh, so it's a it's a it's a dungeon crawler. It, it looked cool. That's not my type of game at all, though.
4: Yeah. Like it's That's one of those
1: games. It's gonna it's gonna be really tough. And that there's that 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 Souls community that loves those tough tough games and there's nothing wrong with that. Just, nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, just not my style. Like the boss, just beat the shit out of me. Is
0: that just PS4? Or is it going to be Vita?
1: Um, they just said PS4 right now. It's just a two man team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like they're they're aiming for like sometime at the end of the year. Uh, but uh, all that all they had for it was PS4 right now. Okay, I can see it being uh. I think a lot of these yeah. would
0: work on the Vita. I mean, well, the Mother Mother Russia Bleeds guys were even saying that they're probably thinking about doing Vita.
1: Yeah, they said they're going to do PS4 simultaneously yeah. with PC, and then eventually they're going to look to Vita. And probably I wouldn't be see sur- how,
0: how well it sells first.
1: And I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, well, there's there's no Vitas in PlayStation 83, so yeah, we'll have to talk about that. So that, I'm sure that will affect some indies when they have to decide. We got in uh,
0: some pretty heated discussions tonight because I was asking people about that. So,
1: and we're allowed to ask that tomorrow, by the way. So, yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna go into more detail in the write up just yeah. so I can break stuff down. I, I need to look at like the like the fact sheet and stuff like that because cool. it's like a very mechanic based game and it's kind of hard to just like sure spit sure. it out right now. Yeah, nice. So, Josh, you wake, Josh, of course. What's the
0: ne- What's next on your list?
3: Uh, I went over to Activision to. Get hands on with Skylander. Yeah, you
0: actually like snuck over because you it wasn't your uh, we didn't have an appointment. Right, anymore, yeah, it
3: wasn't on my appointment. They've I, I, been I had taking time. care of us lately. Yeah, I had time and I wanted to get clarification on the Skylander Amiibo dealy and get Which hands on tell time. Tell
0: us about on purpose.
3: Yeah, uh, I got an apology for that. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, it will only work on Nintendo platforms.
0: That's kind of what I figured.
3: Yeah, it made sense. It does make sense, but it is against the Skylander philosophy that the character just works everywhere. Um, well, but, but, I know, but uh, it's almost
0: like saying, "Oh, by the way, we have a Sackboy
2: amiibo." That what do you also mean my Mario won't work on my PlayStation? Yeah.
3: <laughs> so yeah, Donkey Kong and Bowser and their their vehicles will only work on Nintendo platforms. Um, But I got some hands-on time with it. Yeah? And I got to do some of the vehicle stuff. Uh, I did uh, a vehicle that we didn't see, actually, which was like a motorcycle-type thing. Okay. Um, I'm glad I did because, honestly, it controls pretty well. Yeah. But you get thrown into this little arena. Yeah. And... You you start to do 360s, you know, circling, circling around turrets and stuff. And when you're trying to turn, the control seems to reverse on itself. Really? Like, you'll turn one way and you'll be turning, turning, turning. And then all of a sudden, you're turning back the other way. Like, it doesn't seem to... I don't know how to describe it. Like, it doesn't seem to be consistent. Okay. I would be facing one way and I'm like, Oh, I have to go over here and I'd turn the stick <clears throat> expecting to turn one way and I would not turn the other way. <clears throat> so I can't quite wrap my head around it. Um, but when you're driving straight down the track, it's great. It's fine. Okay. When you get into a little arena where you have to fight something, it becomes a problem. Hmm. Um, at least with the land vehicle, right? That's the only one I tried. Um, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> when it works, it it changes up the game entirely. So it's it's pretty cool in that respect. Nice. Um, it actually adds a lot to Skylanders. Uh, so that's about it. I mean, I just got in; it was very quick. And I
0: you got you got to tell us what you
3: got. Oh, uh, <clears throat> what is it? It's a, yeah, Skylander Superchargers, it's a vehicle, it's Hot Streak, and it is an exclusive event edition 2015. Nice. Yeah. He's been showing that to everybody today.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's a, it's a little hot rod. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Cool. Emra. That's it. Dave and I spent some
0: quality of time
5: at the ubisoft booth
0: today yeah and you're gonna write all these up right oh yeah okay so let's just do the just nickel tour real quick
5: sure okay so highlight for me was assassin's creed syndicate
0: yeah you got to play that right oh yeah it was hands-on
5: awesome yeah it was hands-on i felt like they were kind of incorporating all the cool stuff from other open world games and putting it all into assassin's creed for example there is now a grappling hook, like a Batman. Did or you just say
2: grappling. yeah,
5: this <laughs> <'Cause> feels <laughs> like
0: someone doing a promo for uh, like WWE.
1: <laughs> grappling was already like taken. It.
5: Okay, so like Batman or like uh, what's that one? Josh likes Josh Cause. Josh Cause. Josh Cause too. Um, that's those are open world games with the grappling hook, and you <laughs> yeah. can steal horse carriage buggies too, kind of like Grand Theft Auto.
1: Or Red Dead Redemption that had actual horses.
5: Yes, I don't think you can ride the horse, but you can ride the buggy. (laughs)
1: Um,
5: And then the other highlight for me at the Ubisoft booth was a game called For Honor.
0: Yeah, so what's up with that? That's a... What was that, a night game? No. Gladiator style. Yeah, Gladiator medieval type. Billy, have you ever seen a Gladiator movie? (laughs) So this one was cool because...
2: Just looks at him like, yeah, uh,
0: all right, moving on. (laughs) Well, it is because it uh, is four in the morning, (laughs) Emra's time right now, so
5: because of the way it controlled, which was very unique, Um, you hold down L2 to enter what's called guard mode. Okay, Okay. then in that guard mode, you move the right stick.
0: (laughs) 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 For those that can't see what's happening, Emra is now moving his hands around like it's a right or left. left. Uh, One of the sticks you move, and then they have you have.
1: You make it out with your hand
0: You have the
5: circumference of the stick Broken up into three parts
1: the Circumference
5: okay. he,
2: doesn't so he doesn't know left from right But he knows Not. circumference Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs>
5: now you hold L2 for the guard mode You hold up on one of them, there sticks And you block up Or then you block like Left and, <laughs> oh my God. and down Or then you block you know right and down uh, I don't want to say quadrant Because that would mean four
2: I think we have to like skip the party tomorrow night <laughs> So I didn't get a chance to, to go hands-on with the game because it's a 30-minute demo for the game. Ugh. And it sounds like uh, the PR person was telling me that it is like a 10- to 12-minute mandatory yes. training tutorial. Yes, because of those the controls. controls. The way That's the game works. scary. I mean no. – But it's something – it's different. Like the, a lot of the people have been saying that some of the feedback that we heard is like there is not another mm-hmm. game like this. Right. Okay. And then the there's like these guys that you really have to
5: concentrate on when you're fighting they're bigger and stronger and tougher and those are the guys that you're using the guard mode on so they're swinging at you at three possible ways to up left or right you have a quick indicator of where you need to block so you need to hit that and then strike it what's
0: the view i mean is this side view third person it's third person yeah
5: third person this sounds
0: like crossing cross swords on the neo geo
5: it's almost like i thought it was kind of like uh rise son of rome meets dynasty warriors Okay. Because then there was these hordes of other dudes that you don't really have to concentrate on, and you can just uh, swing a sword and kill ten of them at once.
2: Oh, huh. yeah. They referenced some of the stuff that they gave us examples of um, was like similar to like some of the Lord of the Rings movies where the two battles are happening and two sides are running towards each other with all that stuff going on. That's happening in the game.
0: Oh, so, okay. Oh,
2: okay. So big, like it doesn't you know, sound like crosswords, though. Style battles, like, and
5: that. we don't really know anything about the campaign or the solo stuff, but we did like. Kind of like online
2: multiplayer modes.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. all right,
2: Dave. Um, so we, Emma and I, were together for a little bit, and we kind of split for a couple minutes, and you know, Lucky then we you. were back together
0: because yeah. uh, <laughs> we're best friends. <laughs> uh,
2: I, Emma and I, did get hands on with um, to play the division uh, multiplayer. Right. Um, there is a lot going on in it's that a big game. Yeah. I mean, we were just doing three v three v three, I think. There were three teams in there? I think so. Jeez. <laughs> um, and you were trying Wait, we to... We were playing that? <laughs> <laughs> um, and the Division is a cover-based shooter. Um, well, it's a
0: cover-based shooter, but it's it's got a deep RPG yeah. uh, no. uh, backbone. We didn't really get Infos. into
2: the RPG part of it. It was just more or less... You were just doing PvP. We basically. were doing PvP. PvP. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and Covered, you know, like you hold down and again it was on an Xbox controller, so it's like hold down A and I gotta look down and figure out what it is. <laughs> so,
1: but you uh, fucking fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> were there uh, towers? I'm sorry? Were there towers? <laughs> Ubisoft game, there has to be towers. Uh, you didn't we see We towers? were only in a small,
2: like Climb. dark whatever no, it's referred it's to as like the phone. darkness zone. Okay. So um and it was it, it was difficult. Um I feel like the the enemies that you're facing, or the other team, uh, can take a lot of damage before they die. A lot of damage. Huh? Enemies. En- 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 <laughs> enemies. It's
4: lame. En- 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 we're gonna enemies.
1: be we're gonna be messing up um, words all guys, night. These guys
0: have finally found out like why we don't go to a lot of parties because. <laughs> You go out and you're just. I didn't oh, do anything crazy. Well, like, Andy point. wasn't even drinking, He's but we're also tired. That and this is just going to get worse and worse. See, all I you Finding
4: Nemo. I was, was quoting finding, <laughs> finding Nemo. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all you want to give me all this? He was fucking telling the shoes story to Meredith Molinari night, and what happens?
1: <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You were Josh. I'm still good. Yeah, I'll right. still go to sleep at like three a.m. tonight. Wake Fuck. up at six. Yeah, but you want to watch
2: you, the QVC knife show?
1: You hell yeah, disease. dude! Yeah. Anyway, insomnia. Uh, yeah.
2: So, um, I mean, there, but there's a lot going on. There's a lot of things like there's different classes and specials. Like the pulse, you can send out the pulse and see enemies, right. sticky bombs, um, you know, reviving people. Um, I was playing with a couple of uh, partners not from this country, so that wasn't very. Friendly. Oh <laughs> God, it wasn't very easy. Well, to I mean, that, and the thing is,
0: last year it was hands off. The mm-hmm. the demos that we saw in those little boots and everything were hands off. So this year it's hands on. Yeah, because um, the release is 2016, but it's early 2016, it's like February
2: isn't it? or March. I yeah, February March or March. 8th, I thought we said okay. yesterday. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I have to go back tomorrow to get some uh, hands on time with uh, Rainbow Six Siege single player. But uh, Emma and I did get to play the the PvP part of it where similar to what we saw in some of the trailers, where your first round, you're on defense, and, and you're... And that's what I played last year. Yeah, and so I, I, I do not know if you played it or not. Um, but, like, where you have uh, X amount of time to protect the area. Like, where you, each each class can put up, like, uh, metal doors, you know... And yeah, barricades. Barricades, um, close it off, barbed wires. Um, they all have special perks. And then, uh, while you're doing that, the attack team uh, is in their drones right away and their drones are scooting all over the thing yeah. and you're trying to locate what you're trying to go after. And you can't take those drones out as far as I know. We couldn't do it last no, year. No, you're not on the offensive at all during that point in time. Right. It's almost like you're, the defensive team is setting up their their defense and right. the offensive team is trying to figure out where they got to go.
0: And the thing is, uh, they it's set up so that you can't see everything with the drone. You don't have enough time. So you kind of have to be strategic, like, where am I going to send this drone in? And you can take it upstairs, you can take it downstairs, you know, depending on the building. But you can't see everything. So it's 5v5. Five five. Communication is insanely key on in this game. I mean, we had a, a guy from Japan on our team last year, and he was useless. And it wasn't his fault. He just didn't speak our language, and he didn't know, yeah, like, I'm had- going to go in the back window, and I'm going to go up on the second floor and go through the bedroom window. You know, and the poor guy
2: was just getting his ass kicked all the time. Yeah, I wasn't there. On, and we had mics. Yeah. But we couldn't hear each other. Are you serious? I mean, granted, like, we were as far apart as we are now, like, the distance of, like, a bed. Hmm. But I, those, I mean, I think almost all these headphones I've been putting on are, like, Astro headphones, and I put them on, and I don't hear anything.
0: <laughs> they had a, no, that's a screw-up. <laughs> but we could hear the guy talking to us. Yeah.
2: We could hear the guy that was behind us, like, talking to us, like, oh, kind of teaching us. yeah, they were doing But like I couldn't right? hear Emrah speak. So... Um, uh, that made it a little bit more challenging. I mean, we did okay because we kind of, like, after the first round or two, we knew what was going on. Um, in terms of, like, some of the concerns that I had after watching the trailer and seeing some of the stuff on it, um, in terms of replayability, um, it looks like it's going to be different. Like, like there's... Like, they're very where, short rounds.
0: Yeah. I mean, you get, like, five minutes, I think. Yeah, and, there's, like and they're
2: survival-based, like, similar to, like, Last of Us multiplayer. Like, okay, you're dead. You're done. Yeah, you can it's, help your teammates out. You can you can pull up the security cameras while yeah, you're dead. Yeah. You can still look through the other player's perspective so you can see where other things are going. Um, and so it, it definitely looks... Uh, it's it's very much I the type wish it, of co-op that I enjoy of yeah. communicating and playing. I could see five of us in a party together just wrecking another team once we get comfortable right. with the game.
0: I kind of wish it wasn't called Rainbow Six, honestly. I mean, it's very different than the norm for a Rainbow Six game, but uh, it seems like it
2: would be fun... I don't know if I could get addicted to that one yet, though. i I, I got to play it again. It would be short. I, I think it would be like 90-minute bursts. Yeah, You yeah. like would play for like an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, the other game that I did see that I I either never saw announced or they just announced it at the press conference is Tom Clancy Ghost Recon Wildlands. They announced it at the press conference. And um, that game looks gorgeous. yeah. It's very open-world, special ops, four-player co-op, like, their massive distance between Yeah, you. yeah. They said but, the map is
0: double the size of, uh, what did they compare it to?
2: Double the size of some game yeah. that's already got a big map. It was hands-off. Um, there was two guys that were doing the presentation that, again, the the, yeah, the yeah. thing that I'm most impressed about so far about my E3 experience is the, the passion and the desire that some of these presenters have for their games. <laughs> I mean, it's your life's work for yeah, a couple of years. And um, but... they showed like a, a, a four-player team of uh, ghosts. I think they call them ghosts, right? Yep, ghosts. Yeah. Um, they and they had all four screens up, and they had one main screen up, and they were flipping back and forth. But uh, you can take just about any vehicle. There's dirt bikes. There's trucks. There's uh, buggies. There's uh, a- anything, and you can you can start the mission from anywhere. You can. You can go right in, guns blazing, to the mission, or you can gather intel by, you know, interrogating and killing other things. Nice. Like, it's farther away from the map. Uh, they showed where they all like hijacked a helicopter, flew the helicopter to the to the point where they were trying to extract the person from. Two guys skydived off the helicopter. Two guys stayed in the helicopter. They snuck in. They used um, one guy used a sniper shot across the map, mm. a pretty far distance, to start a faction war between the other two. Other two, uh, and they were showing a lot of stuff in Bolivia where they were, like, um, you know, obviously, like, rivals that were fighting with each other. So they did most of the work for them, and then they kind of came in and just took the helicopter and left. Sure. Um, and then uh, they, that was before, they, they, before the helicopter part. And then they went to where they were going to extract the guy from. Two guys jumped out of the helicopter. The other two stayed in the helicopter, got a little lower, gave him cover when they were exposed, and then they extracted mm-hmm. him So it was very much, again, like teamwork and, you know... But, but teamwork sh- doesn't work on the internet. Huge areas, though, like you could have somebody, like you know, like some of the games that you know people that we play with, like the snipe, they could literally like camp out on top of a mountain three miles away. Cowards. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, so it's it's definitely you know very very interesting. Um, it personally, it doesn't look like it's even in the next eighteen months to coming out though. Yeah, I think it's way far off. Yeah, and then we did ask about South Park, and the PR person was pretty much like. Yeah, we just showed the trailer, and that's all we got.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait for that. Oh my god!
2: All right, and then apparently, Just Dance is entirely not disc-based at all or digital download. I don't understand what you're what you mean by that. It's all on your phone. The way that it was explained to us is that you download the app on your phone, yeah, and it uses it must use some of the similar technology that YouTube uses with where you proximity to your console.
1: Yeah, you know, you can use you can put a YouTube video you on your phone it. and then shoot it to your PS4. Um, oh, right. yeah, I'm, I'm guessing maybe it's something like that. That's uh, weird. YouTube's the only app that uses that on a PS4 where you basically run a video, like you cast it basically. Yeah. 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 She kept saying
2: just dance anywhere. Actually, that's not the only one. Singstar does that too. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's definitely like it, she made it seem like that there is no, you know, cause I, even when I explained it to Andy in the, in the car ride today, he's like, well, there has to be like a digital download. I, I don't think so. I think it's all. The the understanding that I got from it, and I'll get some more clarification, but it's all app based. <clears throat> That's weird. And that because ex- that to well, me that but every makes sense. Got though. gyroscopes and everything in it. Yeah, so. I mean that makes sense to me though because we were What's wondering how are you going to do it, with it without a camera.
1: Who wants to yeah. hold a like a move controller when they're doing it? Like yeah. Yeah, same sense. thing. Yeah.
5: It was just like uh, just like the dance games on the Wii. Way back when it was like the person was dancing, but all that really mattered was the, one hand. the right hand. Or yep. Whatever hand you had yep. it in. And for these guys it was their phones. Yeah. We're all doing it on stage just
0: like Interesting. that. Yeah. Alright, that it? Uh yep. Yep. Alright. Look for the rest on PSNation.com. There we go. Uh, next up I went to the Indicate booth. Uh, Indicate actually set up at E3. Not going to go over a bunch of stuff right now because uh, I'll write some stuff up. But uh, did place a couple of games that are coming to PlayStation uh, that are planned to come to PlayStation. First one called Nog. It's G N O G. Comes out hopefully in twenty sixteen. Uh, pretty cool, actually. very puzzly kind of has that almost like a Noby Noby Boy art, artistic style, uh, but it's all puzzles. And it's really tough to explain, but I was like, Josh would love this game. So, a little bit of uh, ho-hocum in there, just in terms of trying to figure out what's going on. They don't give you any instructions or anything. It's just, uh, you figure it out. And I played it for about, probably 20-30 minutes, and it was it's very cool. Uh, next up... Well, I saw a couple other games, uh, including that... Uh, what is it? Uh, wow. Waddam, which is... The new one from the guy that made like Nobi Boy and, and some of those games. Katamari. Uh, and Katamari, obviously. And it was funny because Ueda-san was actually there playing it when I was watching. Uh, it's a weird game. And, of course, you eat something and it gives you a, a button to say poop. So there, <laughs> there we go. Another game like that that he's all obsessed with poop.
2: Tutorials for Emra. <laughs>
0: Uh, The last one, I'm going to go back and try to play this game Because uh, this dude would not get off this game uh, Called Death's Gambit Uh, Seemed like Kind of a a Metroidvania type game, but it looked Freaking awesome Uh, Really cool art style that I I really couldn't say Is any one type of style You know, like 16-bit or whatever Uh, It looked fun, it looked pretty tough uh, But very, very solid From what I could tell, so I was very curious About that one, and I want to go back And check it out um, I mean, yeah, I, I'll write some more stuff up on Indiecade, uh, and I w- actually want to go back tomorrow, hopefully, when I get a chance and see some more of the stuff. But all right, Andy,
4: we're almost getting there, folks. Uh, well, I was still at Focus, and uh, I guess they kind of mixed me up because they showed me a PC only game called eh, Battle Fleet, Skip so it. So I'll skip it. Yeah, is I think it was PC only. It was an R- yeah, RTS. So I think probably. it was. Yeah. Um, but then they showed me Space Hulk. Which looks cool. Um, so I guess it's based on a board game, which is based in the Warhammer. Warhammer 40,000. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not completely familiar with that. And the guy who was giving the presentation decided to spend basically the whole time trying to explain the backstory. And my eyes were glazing oh, over God. a little bit. Because I couldn't understand him anyways.
0: Mm. <laughs> was it hands-off, hands-on?
4: It was hands-off. They were just showing it to me. Did they actually? So they, But it's, he, it's a third-person shooter again, right? Uh, it was first person well that's right so yeah yeah but um so it looked pretty interesting it's, um very kind of slow and methodical very tactical yeah um you have a squad of five people and you have to kind of give your squad orders and right. you're um kind of advancing through this area some pretty cool weapons like the guy had this flamethrower that he was using to nice. burn people down um and then like mm. giant hammers smacking people in the face I always loved so, the art
0: style for those. And, you know, you always had that humongous yeah, armor they and that
4: oh Because he's showing, like, the character loadouts while he was you know, getting in the, the things and the yeah. giant hulking armors and nice. stuff. So, uh, the, one of the cool things is that uh, your individual limbs can get hurt as you're um, playing. So, like, if your arm gets hurt, too hurt, then your accuracy goes down and things like that. Um, nice. And uh, another interesting thing is that they were... They're maybe hopefully possibly going to try to integrate VR into that game. Oh. So he said it's it's not something that's currently being worked on, yeah. but he sounded like he was very interested in doing it. I'm not it, interested.
0: But... Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and we might get sick. So the game has only been in development for a few months. Okay. Um, but it was already looking pretty decent. So.
0: Nice. Yeah, I like yeah. that other Warhammer game I played on PS3. It was like uh, live. Uh, it was free on live or on live. Wow, on PS free plus. on PlayStation Plus, and
1: and uh, I loved it. I played all the way through it. All right, MJC. Okay, um, so I had two more games at Devolver. Um, one of them was Hot Too Full Boyfriend. I look at you because <laughs> <We>, I just <laughs> we tried to get Jen Dean to play. That. Yeah, I, I just mean look at Andy like Andy. Uh,
4: yeah, anything? I, I, that? I'm familiar with it, okay. but it's mostly aimed at women because it's a uh,
1: yeah, I just figured it's weird in Japanese. Yeah, that's hard, right? yeah,
3: I was <laughs> telling one of the <laughs> Thanks, PR, one of the PR guys at, at Sony about it, and his face just the what the
1: what?
0: Yeah, that was pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, um, well, it's not. It's, it's like a like a interactive novel sure. type thing. Like you're not really playing much. You're just you you play this person, and you're in like this world of pigeons. It's kind of a pigeon dating simulator. What The
2: fuck? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Did you just say? Pigeon dating yeah.
1: simulator. Yes. Yeah, and you're a human. You're a human. Yeah, yeah, and you're,
2: it, you're in a world where the pigeons are
3: sentient.
1: Yeah, uh, they they like the the developer said it's it, like it's based off uh, yeah. uh, an old Japanese uh, freeware awesome. game. Yeah. Uh, they said that they would just go frequently to Japan, and they would always hear about this game. And then they finally reached out, and they couldn't play it because it was really old and hard to run. It was off some weird, like you know, make your own novel, yeah, freeware. Um, it was probably
0: a ZX Spectrum or no, uh, sixty-eight thousand or whatever.
1: Yeah, so so they they you know like made it playable again, sure. and they you know made it look pretty. Um, they like the whole premise with it is like. It, it, like the premises you're in a world of pigeons. It's hard to explain, but uh, it's like, at face value, it's just like this silly like like your guy's reaction of what the fuck. But I,
2: I don't understand why you can't explain how to date a
1: pigeon. Yeah, well, it's a tricky, tricky world. Like, uh, like I <laughs> know which statues to poop on, which not. Um, but but like the way he was saying is like like if you continue to play it you'll find out more of the story and you'll actually just you'll just you can't go in there with a plan you got to wing it yeah no <laughs> oh god wow i'm out uh, like like there there's, like story oh, and folks. and like he was trying to sell me on like the lore like it's there if you want it <laughs> Because, uh, like, there's a, you know, like, quote-unquote logical explanation for why there's no more humans and why the pigeons are super intelligent. Geez. And it looks, it's crazy. Like, it's, it, like, I really was just, like, clicking forward, reading the dialogue cause that's all you can do. And then, like, some questions pop up because, like, this pigeon was attacking the school and you had to chant an anime thing to make a force field to protect oh the school. God.
2: I'm more impressed that he actually has a straight face doing all this.
1: Oh no, I I, I, I the good dude was enthusiastic and I, I like talking to developers. I <laughs> love this. Yeah. <laughs> um it was a devolver just had the vibe today of this like it everything is. is awesome and like yeah. um everything is awesome. So uh, it's uh, currently no. in submission for Vita and uh, PS4. Okay. Um they are working on the sequel, A uh, How to Full Boyfriend Holiday. Oh my god. And um <laughs> Um, there's actually going to be a uh, PlayStation exclusive content in the one that's in submission yeah. that sets up more story for holiday. Um.
2: Fifty Shades of Birds?
1: I, he, he wouldn't spoil it for MJC me. MJC might have to be reviewing this one. I, you know what, I, 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 I would try. <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be hard though because it's going to be like re- reviewing a book or a movie because it's not, there's no like game yeah. play. Jealous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, she'll probably be way better at picking up pigeons. I failed all my romancing. <laughs> yeah. I failed all my romancing in like The words, Witcher.
0: Words I never thought would be spoken on this <laughs> yeah. podcast, ever. Yeah. Um.
1: I, I'm not gonna fuck no pigeons. <laughs> oh, <see>? Wow. <laughs> 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 oh, What's the other wow. game you had then? Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> get off that subject. <laughs> like this pigeon had like a red chest and was like they were they so <laughs> they were they were, like, it was kidnapped, and another master pigeon was oh, wow. <laughs> draining its blood, and you had to save it oh, from it's it. It's just getting worse. And, like, like they were torturing a pigeon or something, and this, like, golden pigeon was, like, a mad scientist person. It, it was, uh, yeah. Has, has Peter
0: P- P- one peeing on
2: somebody? Has PETA seen this game?
1: What? PETA. Oh. No, they would love it, because it's, like, the, the, the pigeons are friendly. I mean, I... I don't know it's how torturing each other, uh, but it's a pigeon torturing a pigeon. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Whoa, <laughs> what? N- uh, nature,
3: <laughs> jeez. Pigeons for the ethical treatment of oh, animals.
1: Oh no! All right, what's the other game you saw? Okay, the other game is the one that I'm like really excited about. That was uh, like. This, it's funny because like we ended up talking it was like me some uh, uh foreign press and then uh like the two guys on a team it's a team of six from Spain okay. um, it's called crossing souls yeah um with all that cool animation and stuff oh god yeah like I was I was watching a trailer during like Skylanders talk and um <laughs> sorry I don't play with toys um...
2: oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but you
1: just play with pigeons <laughs> That's just, yeah. because you're
2: the size of a toy
1: Aww. I'm an, a grown adult man person. Okay. <laughs> Aww, let them believe. <laughs> um, yeah, no, crossing souls. Um, it's like this. It's uh, inspired by the '80s. Like they said immediately, we're trying to capture Goonies, E.T. Right. E. right. Um, it's uh, like top-down, kind of like the Zelda type thing, adventure game. Um. Musics like all synth uh, like their music they're trying to capture is synth and John Williams. Uh, wow. Oh, so, like, the John Williams stuff is like the when it turns into an 80s cartoon, which is all the cutscenes right. and the animations like, really good. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, you play as four kids, you find like some uh, stone, I forget the name of it. It was hard to understand them. I recorded the whole thing, so I'm gonna have to like decipher it all nice. later. Um, and, uh, so the stone lets them communicate with, uh, ghosts, basically. Okay. Um, so, um, you can transfer between, uh, the ghost world and... It's because I insulted Skylanders, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you... Exclusive, motherfucker! <laughs> you, you play as four kids, they each have, uh, their own ability, like, the. Uh, the, the little kid's uh, more, uh, it's like Quicker has a dash. Uh, the fat kid can push stuff. And like, he's the brute, basically. Um, and you switch between them and you'll need to switch between the characters as oh, you play. Okay. And you switch on to Fly. So it's not like, uh, you know, you come back or leave or anything like that. Um, and then you go to the ghost world to pick up some of the story elements and find secrets in the world. Okay. Um, it's, uh, the art design, again, super 80s, like bright, vibrant colors. Uh, the ghost world is actually inspired by uh, uh, Brian K. Vaughn's uh, graphic novel, uh, uh, Saga. Because um, like, uh, the ghosts are all pink and stuff like that. Uh, Fiona Staples artwork uh, Is from Saga well, yeah. Of course yeah so, There's going to be some people in the no what Saga Saga's really popular I Yeah um, I'll believe you Yeah <laughs> Why is that word funny? <laughs> what? <laughs> Everyone doesn't have a mic Is just saying Saga, saga. Jesus <laughs> <laughs>
2: No it's because you're referencing Like you know what the book is too And you don't
1: No I do I'm, No I, he does Yeah, yeah. he does I, I named the author and the artist okay. Fuck I'm you sorry. Dave <laughs> Um, Rumble Yeah <laughs> um uh so it's it was funny at one point um we meet a boss character and he's like oh it's inspired by michael jackson and the boss's name is prince and it's all purple and it looks like michael jackson (laughs) so they're just like straight up going for it um at one point we're in a school we fight the bullies and michael jackson prince character um like it's basic combat just like you know one button combat, uh, like and a, a dash sure. move, uh, really basic puzzles. Um, but it's it's more about the story. Like they they want to capture 80s movies of like kids going on an adventure. Like sure. they find they find the stone and they go on an adventure. Um, at one point, we go back to the house and he's like, um, "Have you seen ET?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, <laughs> oh, "You know, <laughs> yeah." Well, they they kept saying like you're probably too young to know what ET is, yeah. and I was just like. No, I I've seen E. T. You're like, well, you're, you're you know they, it's they bra. Yeah, I know E. T. Yeah, I'm like, no, yeah, no, I was born '89. It's cool. He's like, oh, okay, so you kind of know the '80s. I'm like, not really, but yeah, sure. sure. I've seen E. T. and I've, I've seen, watched V. H. One before. Yeah, I had Nick at Night.
0: Wow. I had Nick at Night. <laughs>
1: Um, so he basically is like, "Have you seen ET?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Remember that scene where all the agents are in their suits and they are in the neighborhood looking for ET?" He's like, "Yeah, that's the scene." And then we go to the house and there's people in the huh. the suits and they
0: Now, did they have guns in their hands or walkie talkies?
1: Um, there was cops with guns. I don't know if that's serious. Comment. And oh, then, gee. yeah. Um, and and you basically play this scene and you go through. Uh, you know, you have to dodge them to try and get in there because you need to get something from the house. Sure. Um, all I know is like the, the art style was really great, and then the, the, all the cutscenes are going to be this cartoon stuff. The soundtrack was good. I love the the, the person that's working on the uh, the synth music. His name is Time Cop, nineteen eighty three, and it's it's really good. It immediately made me think of like Kavinsky College or that's current bands that are trying to capture the eighties sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, because '80s music, like it sounds, like when you remember it, it sounds good, but it doesn't yeah. sound as clean as like, you know. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh. Soundtrack's good. Uh, again, the cutscenes are so so great. Like I was talking. The, the artist was next to me, and he's like, "That's me," and no. like he was like proud of you know he was well, like hand drawn. Yeah, there, there's only two artists. Like there's the in-game artist, and I believe he was just the the cutscene artist. Okay. And um yeah they're really trying to capture the feel of a, a, a movie. Wow. Like, like game. the game mechanics are important to them, but they want to have, like... They kept emphasizing, like, we want a Goonies. Yeah. We're trying to have kids on an adventure. You know, Misfit kids are all kids that, you know, wouldn't hang out with each other, but they find themselves in a situation type of thing. Right. And uh, it, it's going to be one one of those games to watch for, just, you know, on the soundtrack and the art alone. Nice. And uh, game mechanics, uh, basic, but... They're just, uh, you know, a vehicle to do the story. Okay. Yeah, that, that's probably one of the best games I've seen so nice. far today. Very cool. Josh?
3: Yes?
0: What you got left?
3: King's Quest. You bastard. Yeah.
0: i to have to hear Meredith nerd out about
3: King's Quest for like 30 minutes.
0: Awesome. Now. Huge fan she is.
3: And me, too.
0: Yeah. I was a big fan, but I liked the Space Quest stuff more.
3: Uh, um, so, King's Quest. And you're going to write this up, too, right? Yeah. Five-cent to. tour. Uh, so, the five-cent tour yeah. is that... Um, well, we got to bring people to the website for something. Uh, the guy uh, that was speaking to us, it was his favorite game series of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he made a game uh, as his uh, his thesis that was basically a King's Quest type game. And he was asked, you know, if you could do anything, you know, any IP, anything, what would it be? And he said, well, King's Quest is the only thing I want to do. Sure, And it just kind of fell into his lap and he's not sure how it happened. Nice. Um, but he got Ken and Roberta Williams. They, they spoke to him. They gave him his their blessing. They're excited for it. Yeah. They really want to see this game made, uh, which is pretty spectacular. Um, he had asked, uh, do we stay with the same characters? What do you feel about that? Uh, could we make new characters if we wanted? And Roberta Williams said, "That's what we did. Yeah, We're making yeah. up new characters all the time. Go for it. Yeah. You know, just do what you want." She's like, "But I want to see this game." So you play as Old King Graham, um, and you are telling a story, uh, basically, uh, a la Princess Bride, right, or Big Fish. Um, because he's kind of embellishing the story right, right. <laughs> and making them whatever he wants them to be. And the cool thing is this episode where we saw he's sitting there and he starts to tell the, the girl about a story about when he went to become a knight and he gets to a point where he stops and you have three choices. Um, Like the compassionate choice, the jerky choice, or whatever the choice. Right. And the interesting thing is... The branching storylines in this are so much more deep Hmm. than many games. Uh, You could play through the whole game... And then go back and play it again... And have a completely different experience. Sure. Um, Because your choice here then affects your choice. The, the choice is presented to you right? in the next scenario, and then that choice affects the choices presented to you in the next scenario, mm. and it just exponentially multiplies. So it, just, it can change dramatically depending on what you choose as you go. Um, it is the old-school type adventure game where you really have decisions to make and you have, uh, uh, sort of, uh, an inventory of things and you can pull them out and try to figure out, well, how am I going to solve this puzzle? There's right. a lot of, a lot of puzzle solving. Um, it's, it looks spectacular. This is an episodic thing, right? which I'm not too thrilled about. Um, And we talked about it this morning This why I I wait on all the Telltale games Because you play one Like for Telltale especially You play one, you're through it in like an hour or so And then you have to wait two months And yeah, they give you a recap But your head is in a completely different space And you have to get back into the game And remember where you were And your choices you made And it just, I, I don't feel it works that well Um, But this is different in terms of gameplay and how it works because it is that old-school adventure game. Um, What else can I say without getting too deep into it? Um, Oh, It's really designed for families. It's designed so that anybody can play it uh, like a Pixar movie. Sure. Uh, where the adults are gonna enjoy it thoroughly, and the kids are gonna enjoy it thoroughly.
0: Yeah, on different levels.
3: Yeah, on different levels. Um, the other thing about it is because all the guys there, they everybody there uh, at the studio before they started working on it, they went back and they played every single King's Quest game. That's crazy. Yeah. To and the funny thing is they had all these ideas beforehand well, we could do this and we could do this and we could do this. And then they started playing the games and they went, oh, um, yeah, that's been done before. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. <laughs> uh, the other thing is, um, they've all been kind of competing, sneaking gags into the game. Um, because they, they played the games, and because a lot of them know the games inside and out, there's a ton of Easter eggs, a ton right. of references, some incredibly obscure. The the trailer that came out the other day is jam-packed with references. See, but it's, it's been so long since I've played those games, I wouldn't get any of those. And that's the whole thing about it. Um, they almost have to include the old games somehow, and you know they're not going to do that. No, they're not going to. But awesome. that's the whole point. I mean, it's they're doing it for themselves and for the hardcore, hardcore fans that will remember it. Um, and that's the fun of it for them. And, and the ridiculous thing is, you know, they'll play a build of it. And in the meantime, one of the other programmers is like, Oh my gosh, what if I did this and this and this, and they sneak all this shit in and then they go to play the build the next day. And all this stuff is in there. And some of the guys get it. Some of the guys miss it. And they're like, it's, it's, it's become a game with them mm. to see how, much, how many references they can jam in there and how many obscure references they can jam in there. Cool. Um, so they're having a lot of fun with it, but it's become a huge thing. Uh, I asked about how long, mm. because with all these branching ways you can go, your gameplay time could be dramatically different, I figured. Right. He said he knows how long it is, but he can't tell me. <laughs> um, but he said it is bigger than a Telltale Okay. episode. All right. um, much more significant content than you would expect. Uh, and right. it plays different, obviously. Where Telltale is sort of a visual novel, uh, this you actually have puzzle solving and there's a whole section in there that is taken directly f- from King's Quest 1 and 2. Nice. Where you get into this area where you're set to explore all over the forest and and through all these areas and everything. So they're really these guys are huge fans of the original series and and it's it's bleeding through. And nice. Oh, the yeah. the art style? Yeah. It literally is hand drawn.
0: Yeah, they were saying that before.
3: They, they take a sheet of paper, they model it all out, they paint it, hand paint it, nice, scan it in, and that's what you're seeing on the screen. Nice. So it's incredibly labor intensive, but it's created this look that they that's really unique and. They love it. They they love the way it turned out. I love the way it turned out. It looks really cool. Nice. Um but it's really difficult to do. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm That's exciting. I have to go back through the audio and everything and and write it up. But nice. Yeah. And we're going to have somebody on in the next two weeks or so uh, to talk about it on the podcast. Sweet. So yeah, that's all set up. Alright. Emory, you got anything else? No sir.
0: All right, Dave. Nothing. Uh, what did I have? Rocket League. Yep. Nice. I mean, we'll go briefly over that. We were, they have the final version at the booth. It comes out July seventh, twenty bucks or nineteen ninety nine. Uh, full cross play between PC and PS four. PS four has obviously the exclusive Sweet Tooth. Uh, we did a video interview. MJC ran the camera like a boss. Hopefully, um, did you check that? What's that? Did you check it already? Not yet. No. Well, a okay. two-camera
3: shoot?
2: We did no. not do the two-camera shoot. Did he stand on phone books? Oh
3: No, No,
0: no, no it's a cool cinematic look. Where...
1: It was like an actual video game where like all the characters are really short and the yeah. doorknobs right there. And you're you're like, shooting I'll tell up your her her nose?
0: <laughs> yeah. I had to get rid of all those hairs today. Um, we're going to do some cool stuff with these guys, uh, depending on what we're able to do like from a technical point of view. Um, but we want to try to maybe even do some s- streams of the game before it comes out. We're talking about maybe doing some co-giveaways, giveaway copies of this game. They want to do a lot, so um, they know how passionate our community has been about this game. They've seen our forums, they've seen our Twitter, and uh, they, they've been emailing me all day today about stuff, too. So <clears throat> if you're a Rocket League fan, uh, you want to stick around, because we're going to have some fun, but... Uh, it was great. It was our first chance to do some video stuff today, and I think it, I actually think it worked out fine, uh, but we'll see. So, and we're going to do some fun stuff with the videos. Just saying,
2: yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I had a blast with the beta. I never really played oh, one before. Yeah, so cool. cool. I was fun. telling
1: him because he was the guy that I've been sending tweets to at four in the morning. <laughs> the poor guy. Yeah, where I'm just complaining about like why aren't there Olay chants? Uh, yeah, like, like stuff. random stuff. Like, hey, someone reported me. Because I kept saying ole, ole, ole After I scored a go <laughs> <laughs> Please don't ban me
0: Oh my god When's the Vuvuzela patch? What was that?
4: When's the Vuvuzela patch? Oh god um,
0: We need everybody to write in To at Rocket League And tell them that we need a minecart In the uh, in the game as, as a usable vehicle So just saying You, you all need to do that uh, the customization stuff's pretty cool. Uh, there, there's a lot of options in yeah. there and uh, you know you can find out more details when uh, the interview goes up. We'll probably have these guys on the podcast again pretty soon too. There's a lot of fun to talk to and, and we love the game so that I mean then we went to rock band Josh and I did. I did not play uh, because they had this weird little side thing to try out the new guitar here or the guitar hero. The guitar solos. Yeah, but they didn't, weren't showing everything, and and Josh and I have been talking about this because Guitar Hero Live. Oh, we haven't been able to talk about that, have we? We'll do that tomorrow.
2: Yeah, um, it was really hot too, and yeah, the sun was the there. there. <laughs> but I mean,
0: well, it's definitely a difference in mindset with these. You know, Guitar is. Hero is taking it back to Guitar Hero. It's guitar. It's not. It's not Guitar Yeah, Guitar Hero Live. It's just the guitar stuff, and, and they're doing some really insanely cool stuff. We yeah. were both blown away by it, actually. Rock Band, Shocked. it's an evolution, and, and I'm I'm very happy with it. I, I'm personally just very happy with it. So mm. I am. It's, it's going to do what I want it to do. It's funny. I've
3: flipped on them.
0: That's fine, but I, wa- I want to be able to play sing drums bass well, yeah. guitar and with all my friends with all my music tracks and, and I can play it on my new system.
3: And that's the difference is that Rock Band you can play the full band. Yeah. Guitar Hero obviously is guitar based but I think the guitar in Guitar Hero is better than the guitar in Rock Band. It
0: definitely is.
3: That is my 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 stance yeah, on it. it. Definitely um is. what they've done with the evolution of the guitar and the way they play it and, and just the gameplay itself. Yeah. The, the gameplay itself is amazing. It's in, cool. In the I, new I, guitar but Hero. I
0: still, like I, I, I said, at least one song I played, I thought the track, the, 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 the trails were wrong.
3: It just didn't feel right.
0: But it was one song. I played three. three. But yeah, that scares me a little bit because that's been a problem with the Guitar Hero games in the past.
3: The songs I played all felt like they nailed it. Um,
0: Well, I don't know how that would have felt like they nailed it since you were
3: fucking up so much.
0: Yeah, I said it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, okay.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Oh, just laugh, drinky ass. Does anyone remember how much the rock band, the bundle, used to cost? 249? The well, no, Bunder that's R- the pre order now. It's 250. Was it always 250? I think it was. Okay.
0: For regular Guitar Hero? I didn't know No, no, for Rock Band. For
1: Rock Band. I, oh, Rock Band? Yeah, it was 249. Yeah, okay, I, okay. I didn't know that.
3: I just, that's what I remember it being was 249.
1: Okay, yeah, because uh, the pre orders went now. up. Yeah, the pre orders well, went up
0: yesterday. Is, okay. Even if you pre order just the disc on Amazon, you get 34 additional tracks. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. insane.
3: Yeah, well, until you see those they're tracks. Probably all shit. They're pretty much are. I didn't yeah. see the track list. Yeah, there there are a bunch of bands you've never heard
1: of. So I probably heard of them. Uh, and all no, you no. listen to relevant Might be to listen. The no, I haven't heard of them. First, then I, know, then I probably know. heard There's of them.
3: There's a couple yeah. of like, uh, what's they've that? They've been doing that forever.
4: Like Honest Bob Peace and the Poppin'. New Car
3: Dealer, or something or other. Oh, Jesus. Remember that one? From that they had like one or two tracks in the. Yeah, they've got like three tracks in this pack. Oh, it's. It's all these bands where you're like,
1: uh... Like, do I really need this? Like the <laughs> random rock band network ones and, that yeah. be on there. Yeah. me okay. bad. Yeah, because a lot yeah. of harmonics bands were in, like, that and stuff. So it's probably yeah. a yeah. bunch of that.
3: Um, but uh, the big thing that they were showing off was the guitar solo thing yeah. you can do, where anybody can play. I mean, you have to hit the notes all the way through, but when you get those solo parts... You can just smack on the keys and it just, it just plays. Yeah, which, yeah, exactly. Like I see the, all your faces like not, and that's exactly because how I, I felt because
1: right. I because I, I feel like that sound kind of sounds like the drum fills when you do your kind bonus and concept, you just can yeah. whack the shit kind out of, of the drums.
3: Kind of, but not really, because you hit a key or you hit a couple keys and it makes it sound like like a really good guitar. You got the drum fills, if you're not like drumming well, oh, yeah, no. it sounds I, shitty. I feel
1: like I always ruin <laughs> g- good songs with the drum fills. Exactly.
3: And and this no matter what you do, as long as you're touching a key, it sounds like you're playing guitar like a boss, yeah. you know? Which I, I I played it and I was like, Okay, that's neat, but it feels kinda like a cheat and yeah. it just feels kinda like a filler kind of thing to make people feel better about themselves for Sucking so hard through the rest of the song. Well, well that was the thing. Like the way they
0: had it set up today, the they had the voice track so f- so loud that everybody sounded like. I, I think they were trying to like boost people's.
3: Uh, well, they were uh, trying self-esteem. to get. Yeah, they were trying to get people to to do it. Yeah. I because I heard if you're up there. "Just a Girl"
0: by No Doubt four times while I was out there waiting, and every one of them, I'm like, it sounds like Gwen Stefani. Like you could not hear the the, the person singing.
3: But that's the thing, if but that's that's not what I was I'm, I all I did was the guitar
0: yeah he had they, headphones on they, and it was yeah, yeah
3: with headphones on they had a second stage set up I mean this was a little area set up they had yeah. a stage set up where groups of four people could come up and do a full band thing but this is stage setting at E3 with a ton of people walking by oh, yeah. and they want to encourage people to come try it out and play yeah. it and they don't want to have um, the vocals to the point where you can hear people. Yeah. Because if you're standing there and you hear people sucking, what? that's going to make less people want to go up there and suck in front of the whole crowd. Yeah. So, yeah. I get it. I mean, it. that's – but that's beside the point. What was this kind of funny? Um, This – the whole guitar solo thing eh. – <laughs> it's which, not a
0: big deal to me either but i'm i'm excited for rock
3: band it's it amazes me that one week ago i was completely the opposite i was like nah, for guitar hero and i can't wait for rock band now I'm, i i've completely flipped on the whole thing
0: i'm getting them both
3: well yeah i mean yeah all i'm going to do is play drums in rock band i mean that's not going to change sure yeah that's all and, i do but it's going to be more of the same you know they're from what i've seen so far there hasn't been much innovation in the rock band formula.
0: But the thing is I don't think they ever, I don't think they ever portrayed it as being like revolutionary. I think they're just trying to get
3: that game on the new consoles. Yeah, great. But I'm saying, that's all I'm saying. There is no, from what I've seen, there is no real evolution to it. It's the same old rock band that you've always sure. had. Guitar Hero has reinvented itself. Oh, definitely. Guitar
1: Hero and, had to do that though. That's but it's true. done it
3: dramatically and it's it's leaps and bounds ahead of where rock band is in terms of an experience in terms of a a, a complete experience.
0: I don't agree.
3: I I do.
0: I don't because the I Rock agree. Band experience is the Rock Band, <laughs> the four the four pieces yes. of the Rock Band. Yes. I'm and I'm, Guitar and Hero I'm, is and I'm saying the same guitar thing. Hero. Guitar Hero live is really good <laughs> and it's a great evolution but it's, con- and, it's in, a guitar in my band. opinion it's comparing apples and oranges at this point. Because they're not it's not Guitar Hero live against Rock Band anymore. It's the old school simplistic in terms of you're playing the guitar with Guitar Hero compared to Rock Band with the four pieces. That's
1: the the biggest difference. Who's got the better guitar? Guitar Hero. Okay, that's good. That's what I would hope. Rock Band is the same guitar. I know, well, but I would yeah. like. I'm saying like the new Guitar Hero guitar is it? Well, the an new Rock Band one is nicer, it's it's much better, yeah, nicer
0: than the old ones. But yeah, the new Guitar Hero one is cool because it's got three buttons on the on the on the top six and six buttons on the total. Yeah. yeah. But there, there's three top, three bottom. and you Three can top,
3: three bottom. Yeah. Two,
1: oh, so you're actually chord. moving your hands like a real guitar. Up and down, yeah. Okay, and can, that's and actually really nice. It,
3: it's like chords. It, okay. it becomes like playing a real guitar. Yeah. Okay, cool. nice, nice, It's nice. It's a completely different experience. It takes a couple songs to wrap your head around it, but once you do and once you start getting it, oh. it's amazing.
0: Until they start switching one finger at top, one bottom. Oh, God, it's, that's it's
3: crazy. It's amazing. It, I still do really think they a need to fix it on the tracks,
0: like I was having a problem because like like I was telling the guy, um, because they kind of like think of the D pad on the on the DualShock three, how each point on the D pad it's like uh, on the bottom it's square 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 and then a triangle pointing up.
1: Yeah, which always messes me up when I'm looking at a game. Sometimes I yeah they, when they just put the icon up. Sometimes I the problem to the is
0: they're reversed. The, the icons on Guitar Hero are reversed. So anybody that's a PlayStation gamer yeah. is just going to get messed up. No. I was you, getting messed
3: up, Josh. You were. Yeah, I and you were
0: too. Oh, bullshit.
3: I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> the guitar pick is pointing up. The guitar pick is pointing down. It's a guitar pick. It's not the D pad. I know you were seeing it as a pad. I was getting messed up because I couldn't get my fingers in the right place. Yeah, well, not because I I couldn't understand what I was seeing on the screen. It's a guitar pick pointing up and down. I was having problems with it. Plus, it's it's colored black and white, which is telling you up and down. And once you see it and you understand it, it's it makes sense. Yeah, well, I was having problems. I know you were, but that's
4: you.
1: So, Andy, what game did you see? Not everybody.
4: uh, I saw. You're D&D not everybody. <laughs> You're not either, Josh.
1: <laughs> so Andy saw D and D.
4: Jesus Christ. Yeah, Andy. What'd you see? D and saw D and D Sword Coast Legend. Yeah. How was that? Who
1: was excited about that? Uh, was
4: that Ray that was Ray, going I think. Or, or Raj? One of them. Emma, go to bed. See ya. Bye. Okay, Andy? Get some sleep. Um, it was kind of interesting because it it was kind of like. Um, on my side, I was playing as one of the players. It reminded me a little bit of Baldur's Gate okay. just because um, you know, I'm playing my character, I've got my skills, I've got my normal attacks, all that kind of stuff. But the cool thing was that there was a, a DM who set up – kind of while we were, when we first got in, he set up our whole campaign, he set up our quest line, he placed the enemies, he placed the traps, hmm. all that kind of stuff. It was and something, when you
0: say it was a DM, was it a computer DM or was it actually a guy was like doing it? It
4: was a, it was a person, one of the, oh, okay. the one of the developers. So the like while we were watching, he set up our campaign. Obviously, he normally would have done that without us watching, because then we saw where all the traps were. Sure. Um, and then me and the other four people, we were dropped into the dungeon, and we went through the dungeon. Well, then he he swapped out his station for another person, and uh, one of the other people who was in our demo with us was now the DM, and they could still kind of make changes while we were in there. Yeah. So, you know, he, he started placing traps everywhere. We oh, had to deal okay. with a bunch of them and um, placing extra enemies and stuff like that. So it was kind of like mm. bringing in that experience of playing D&D where you're, you're not just playing against a computer, you're playing against a, another human. And uh, they were also talking about the DM can um, go down and, and inhibit certain monsters, mm. fight with them, mm. kind of things like that. So it but was can really you play cool. play
0: without an actual human DM?
4: Can you... Uh, they didn't. They didn't talk about that, but I, it looked like there was some kind of campaign in the game. Okay, so I'm assuming you can. Um, we were obviously playing just an all, all multiplayer thing. Sure, but interesting. It was pretty cool. Nice.
1: Anything else? Because I think we're all done with our lists. No, I'm you not. You were the one that, huh? I still have two more. You do? Yeah. <laughs> um. So I went to Activision to end my day. Oh yeah. Yeah, and um, I went to see uh, Transformers: Devastation. Which, Uh,
0: that was the unannounced one that got attached at the very last minute.
1: Yeah, um, so that is the Transformers game from Activision. It's actually not from High Moon Studios, it's from Platinum Games. Which is insane. Yeah, um, this isn't, uh, the way I know about Platinum Games, this isn't going to be like the Bayonetta team, this is, I believe, the Legend of Korra team. Which is fine. Which is fine. Um, Legend of Korra game had its issues, Yeah, uh, but the uh, the PR spin was like, Legend of Korra wasn't a full release. Ugh. This is a full release. Uh, but so uh, they're going off the '80s cartoon and the IDW IDW comics. And you
0: said it was all the voice actors that are. Like, uh, they all said the main
1: voice actor. Yeah, they said they they're getting. They have uh, most of the big ones. Whoa. And uh, the the other press I was in there was excited when they said the Optimus Prime actor. So I'm assuming that's the one that Peter they got. Mullen,
0: and then there's Frank Walker. though those are the two big ones. And a lot of people were pissed off when. Um, when they didn't use all the voice actors for the the Bay Farmers movies, so. yeah,
1: they got the Coors Light voice. <laughs> I, th- I think I forget which beer commercial. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, cartoon style, the '80s uh, again '80s. Um, it looks really nice. Uh, I the trailer. Yeah, there's a yeah the trailers up and. Yeah. Um, so the Platinum Games guys were there, they were playing it, um, there was some hands on, on time for it, but there was another game I had to play after that. Nice. Um, but, um, it, it's, it's really cool, like, the animation for it is really smooth, um, the fighting system, the way it's gonna work, it's like a, you know, like a brawler, like you would expect, um, where you can make some crazy combinations by going from vehicle to, uh, like, Transformer. So you'll be flying air, going back and forth, and you'll be going from the pickup truck to back to Optimus to pickup truck. Nice. And they showed this cool whip thing where... Wait, pickup truck or semi?
0: Because uh, Ray's going to kick your ass if it's
1: uh, if you're wrong. Se- uh, semi? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. a steam um, wheeler. Yeah. Um, there was this cool thing where... Optimus is beating up uh, Devastate, uh, Devastator, okay, uh, which is like the a big boss, yeah. and he, he's just wailing at him, turning back into the the semi, and then he did this move where he just uh, turned into the semi and whipped them with the back end, went back into the nice. Optimus Prime, punched, went back into that, and, and done, it, kept going like that. Huh. Um, Sounds very Japanese. Yeah, it looks like just this really awesome brawler. Um, didn't it didn't look like there was any sort of, like, damage happening, or, like, there was no weight to it. Sure. because, uh, like, there was no, like, these are big, big transformers, right. and, you know, you didn't see any, like, damage on the ground. The camera didn't shake when it hit the ground, which... 80s. Yeah, yeah, no, it's exactly the, the way I thought of it, of, it's, that's how the cartoons were, because they couldn't yep. afford to animate all the other craziness going around.
0: Those cartoons were there to sell toys.
1: Yeah. So yeah, Um, there's uh, five playable characters: uh, uh, Optimus, Bumblebee. uh, I forget what the other ones One's were. Jazz, but Prime, Uh, and uh, I think they said Grimlock
4: as well. Um,
1: Yeah, it was favorite. uh, It it was fun. Uh, I'm not that big into Transformers, especially the '80s uh, stuff. Oh
0: shit! Yeah, raising a tizzy right now. He just threw a wing down on the floor. Yeah,
1: uh, I, <laughs> yeah, um, but but what I was uh, really there for it, it should be something to watch. Um, it's coming out uh, later this year, I think. Cool. The they said fall, but Best Buy released the uh, like leaked the release date. It was like, I think some t- time in October. Okay, a cool. uh, full retail release. Uh, Man, that just snuck up out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they said uh, this team was working on it before the Legend of Korra game. Mm. And then, that's why the Legend of Korra sucks so much. That's kind of the way he said it. Is like, don't worry, they've been working on us longer than they worked on the Legend of Korra game. Oh boy, because they couldn't just outright say like, because they they use the Platinum name. Yeah, but then it's like people are like Bayonetta. Yeah, and it's like no, that's it's two team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Studio. Interesting. Uh, so for what I looked. <laughs>
0: Dave was gonna say something. He had his microphone in front of his hot mouth for like a minute, and then he just set it down.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, the uh, the the developer that was there, he was super proud of uh, how they nailed the look of like the the the, the uh, words of uh, the the metal. Uh, yeah. The metal shine like at one point he just like goes into the character and shows us all the animation. Sure. He said that they had to take liberties with it cuz a cartoon didn't have like full animation, they would kind of just morph yeah yeah It's a thing and then you know he Depends showed as it
0: as long as it's not like two thousand moving parts like the bay form oh
1: no no it's Jesus. it's it's really twenty minutes later it's transformed <laughs> yeah uh, it's it's really smooth quick and because it has to be because you're doing that in the in the combat like, right on the fly right um yeah but at one point he's just like spinning it and he's like yeah look at that look at that spin and it took us a while to be like uh, you know what why are you doing that and then the translator is like he's showing you that the the shine in the metal is exactly how it looks in the cartoon. Ah. And it was just one of those ones where you won't notice it unless you're really looking at it, but it's kind of cool that they nice. were able to nail that. Nice. Um, but uh, why I was there for the announced game was uh, Tony Hawk pro skater five. Indeed. Yeah. Um, so to get it out of the way, the game was super, super early build. Right. right. Uh, so I don't know if, how much is there, they're going to... Because those screenshots they released didn't well, look great. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll hold judgment on that stuff until it gets later on. I wanted to hold judgment, but I guess Tony Hawk announced the date of this like fine September something. Oh, no shit. And it was just one of those scenes where it's just like, those screenshots didn't look good. I was playing a super early build.
0: Yeah, they need to bust their asses, though. Yeah,
1: uh, but outside of that, it's Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Nice. It's not the open world Thug 1, Thug 2... Uh, Tony Hawk Underground. Yeah. Um, it's not that open world stuff. It is sessions, two three minute sessions. You go into each level. You have uh, certain activities you have to accomplish in the, like the two to three minutes. Nice. Um, they are doing what sounded kind of crazy is like there's going to just be like a, a lobby area where you just uh, have twenty people skating in a level, huh. and then you move around, um, which is kind of cool. Like I guess you'll just like open up your your Area, sure. And people drop in, drop out. Um, I asked how that's going to interfere with like people because they didn't say like they the levels will expand. No. Uh-huh. So you'll have twenty people in these levels that are kind of small, and he says he they haven't figured out how they want to handle collision yet. Which again is one of those things that they say, and then I look on Twitter, and Tony Hawk is just like, couple months, you know, yeah. of just like they mm-hmm. haven't figured out collision yet. Twenty players. Yeah, and, and that might—it's funny because like when I was going to the booth, someone hit me with a skateboard coming out, and I was like, "What the hell was that?" And then I look—it's like, "Oh, uh, it was Tony Hawk <laughs> <laughs> going to the, the thing." Um, but uh, so they handed me the controller, and it felt like Tony Hawk. I nice. immediately was like, "Okay, this is how I do a nose grab. This is how I do a pop shove it. I just the controls feel right." They got the weight down. To everything like that uh, because they even said the Tony Hawk HD games even though they were they they had to rebuild those from scratch sure and even they said they didn't get the feel right Mm. like it didn't because I remember when I played the HD uh, I immediately dusted off my PS2 and put Tony Hawk 3 in and was like no they did not get this right at all and uh, this one the, the weight felt just right I was doing the tricks that I used to do no problem Again, which like if you played the games mm. before, you'll know all the tricks. I like it seemed like the buttons and everything were the same too. Mm. Like I was able to do like my crazy combos I used to do in there, and even they were like, "Wow, you're like nailing it!" And like the, so, there was someone from Polygon in it who was just like, "I was like, do you do you want to play?" He's like, "No, no, you just keep going?" Because yeah. <laughs> uh, the guy before me was just killing Tony Hawk, just like nice. hitting the ground, busting the skull. Stuff, this, and then that guy just dropped in it. He's like, I'm going to go play Transformers. And then, <laughs>
0: Drops the mic.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, one thing, uh, so they, they, it was at 30 frames per second. They're aiming at 60. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that it seems like it's still up in the air if it's going to be this year, and I, I'm worried about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, as for the levels, uh, it seems like they're, like, mashing levels together. Okay. Because uh, they went through the list, and they have names similar to names I remember, oh, okay. like there's well, School Three. I think um, they're smart about
0: that, trying yeah. to get people back to the series.
1: And the level I was playing with looked like it was the warehouse mixed with the foundry level. Hmm. Like again, this is probably too detailed yeah, about no, that I'm stuff.
2: Sure. No, uh, did they say anything about like collectibles? Are you still like chasing tapes or?
1: Oh yeah, there was uh, uh, a uh, It's a uh, instead of collecting skate, you're collecting combo. But I think the way they're changing it is, it looked like you have to collect them in a the combo, so you have to do specific combos. They're bringing back like the uh, the endless like trick type stuff, where you could just keep a trick going forever. Uh, you kind of lost that in Tony Hawk Underground because, like the environment, the open world, you would just run out of stuff to do.
2: Yeah, I could just remember like breaking through like a warehouse window or something like that, and there being stuff behind it.
1: Yeah, well, like there was like the weird stuff where there was a helicopter hit both blades, the helicopter's going to start doing stuff like that, you know, like, start moving around. Sure. Uh, so it looks like they're, they've they hit the controls and the feel of Tony Hawk. It's just a matter of, like, getting everything else around it. The online stuff sounds interesting, but it doesn't sound like they quite have that figured out because 20 people in a level sounds chaotic, especially with collision and stuff like that. Uh, they're bringing back create a skate park uh, that looks... Like it used to. Sure. Uh, a little more smooth because you could just drop in before because it was PS2. You would have to create a level, load out, go into it. Now you just drop drop some rails, drop your character on it, ride them, and just go back into editing thing. I'll do a write-up with more detail and nerd out a little bit more about that. Okay. But I'm impressed with what I saw. Just a matter of if they can get everything else around it. Nice. Tightened up. All right. Well...
0: We will reserve judgment until uh, we get closer to release, obviously. Especially with the visual side of things. Yeah, definitely. Right. Andy? Anything else?
4: Nope. I am just walked around a little bit. But
0: Alright. We're done. Get out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we didn't uh, talk about the party. Or... Uh, we'll, we'll
0: talk about all that crap later. Yeah, no Vita being on the floor, yeah. So, hopefully we'll have some news about that soon. I, I, uh, I, I've asked a couple people about that one. All right, let's get the hell out of here because we're all falling asleep. Look at everybody just passing out.
4: Josh is gone out. No, 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 he's back,
0: back awake. Uh, so we will uh, obviously we have another one tomorrow closed. night. I think I'm going to be it releasing this in asleep. the morning.
4: What? It's I'm
0: going to be releasing this one in the morning. So uh, we'll have another one Wednesday night, hopefully. Well, I don't think we have as much going on tomorrow night, so we should be all right. Uh, but thanks for listening. Keep your eyes on psnation.com for all the different posts that have been going up. It's been crazy, and it's been Awesome. And uh, thanks to you guys for busting your butts the way you are. So until next time, get out to play some games. Have a great one. Good night. We are out.